Hello and welcome to show 80. That's 80 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 80! Woo, baby! Uh, I'm uh, wait, trying to get my uh, clapping thing to go. It's not going for some reason. It yeah, won't it's, clap. it's definitely That's not a good clapping. start. Come yeah. on, clap it there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, uh, actually, interesting, interesting fact about 80. Oh, it's yeah, the standard TCP/IP yeah. port number for HTTP connections. Jeez, bringing the fact. No, up. no, that's not what I was going. Well, if you add a hundred to it, it's the highest score in darts with three darts. Yeah. Ah, that, that is very loose. Like, <laughs> if you had, if you add something else to this number, it, it's quite interesting. There you go. You see, not great. <laughs> That's a, sort of like Andy's Altman territory. <laughs> it's the number of times the Queen said, you know, stop hitting me, Mr. Churchill. In 1980, in 1980, on June the 9th, in Los Angeles, comedian Richard Pryor was badly burnt trying freeze-based cocaine. Free-basing up the cocaine. Really? Oh, Rich. Oh, dear. Oh, yes. yeah. All right, introductions. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm the daddy. Uh, Yay. Otherwise known as stew to some people, stew pot to others, and so otherwise sometimes known as flower uh, because that's another gram of my surname, which is Fowler. There you go. Ah, I never thought of that. That's why you like that game so much. That's why I love that game. You see, coincidence. Yeah. I fear. And that's why I love the game Shrewtrackwick because that's an anagram of Piotrowski. So ah, there, there you go. There you go. Um, yes, and we and you have heard him. Uh, we have got Duke here also. Please tell me that's not some weird German James Bond thing going. German? Ger- Japanese. Was it Japanese? <laughs> or? Yes, it was Japanese. It was a Japanese ad for GoldenEye from the Nintendo 64. It's an awesome commercial. I'll put it in the show notes. GoldenEye! 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 It's two Japanese guys in suits pointing guns around because that was at the time of our you know existence when it didn't make sense to show footage from the game for the whole yeah. commercial yeah. because it wasn't really that great yet and they knew it so huh? there yeah. you go anyway who else we got uh, yes we've also got Chini here Chini? I'm slightly yeah. depressed um, oh god because uh, I've just try- I've just learned that there is no anagram for my last name. Oh, really? Just, Nothing at all? <laughs> there is, chin with one N, there is one anagram for chin. No, that's and that's itch. Itch. Itchy but, chin. But what you've also got to think about is, right, my anagram isn't it really a great one. When I was at school, like the, the games <laughs> teacher used to use it quite often in a derogatory fashion, if I'm being honest. You know, flower wasn't really a good one. Yes, you flower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's not always a good thing having an anagram of your surname. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, I'll just... Yeah. Uh, by the way... Games. No, stop. Stop. Oh. I've got to tell you about this, too, because I don't this know... about the contest? No, no. No, we'll come We will tell people about the contest. There's details coming up at the end of the show. We'll be doing that. But yeah. before we do that, right, uh, I wrote a, a little article on uh, video game concepts that were disappointing. You yes, know? they yeah. were. Now, I don't know whether you... Have you read any of the comments on this? 
Uh, some of them. Have you read Surface Lizards? I, I just thought I'd point this out in case you hadn't seen it. I don't know. I guess maybe not. Otherwise, I would be like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Well, he says this. He, he, he mentioned a few games which he felt were great concepts. But oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, 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 I think you've seen it now, haven't you? <laughs> oh, he's just mad because I, li- I don't like a game that he likes. But you know what? I have reasons. I had 38 reasons why Heavy Rain was stupid. <laughs> he doesn't have any reasons why Ico's bad. <laughs> he's just trying to get a rise out of me. And you know what? It worked for a second. I know. I, I heard you. Like, it was good. It was good. <laughs> But yes, uh, yes, Duke did allude. We have got a competition. Oh, yeah. Um, and not just for fun or giggles or getting your name read on the podcast. 1,200 whole uh, Microsoft points. This is for cash money, people. Yeah. 1,200. Yeah. Well, not now, cash. If they want more details, to you, yeah. what, should, what should they do? Well, I don't know whether do you want to do this now or at the end of the we'll, show. We'll do, do we'll, we'll, details now. Sh- shall we do it now? Should we just get out the way? We, we can't do it. Now... We are but then being, people have no reason to listen to the rest of the well, show. I was going to say, we are being supplied <laughs> these uh, points very kindly by Bongo the Sane. Mm-hmm. Uh, bless it. <laughs> now, the only, the only thing I had thought is, is what if it's someone who has a PS3 or something? What about them? I mean, I could ask him because you can get points cards. Yeah, you can get a PlayStation card. Yeah, so I'm assuming, I assume he will sort of do it that way, but we need to yeah. just clarify that, but I would assume that's okay. Yeah, alright. Well, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's a compromise somewhere. Um, buy an Xbox. No. Uh, <laughs> Bongo will buy it. There are a lot Xbox. of stores where you can exchange 1,200 Microsoft points for an Xbox. Yeah. So, you know, that'll work. Uh, so, shall, shall we do it, Stu? Yeah, I'll just go for it. it. Just, you oh, tell you us. explain what's happening. So, we go. if you would like to win 1,200 Microsoft points, or some PlayStation money, I don't care. Um, this is what you have to do, right? To enter, you have to create a drawing of Stu, Duke, and myself in paint. Well, kind of in paint. The drawings must include us three doing something funny, or it can be include like include in jokes that are related to the podcast or the forums. So, for example, if you want to put us in situations that we would hate, e.g. Duke being stuck in the mall from heavy rain while people shout Jason around him, me in Bayonetta because that game's terrible, or Stu stuck in Duke Nukem or something that he doesn't like, you know, something like that in a situation or surrounded by, like, Bongo playing bongos, um, just in a, in a funny situation. There's some of the, there are some rules. The one, this rule is very important. It can't be rude, right? Uh, it can't be rude because we're we're above that, right? It can't contain anything too violent. Blood is okay, zombies are fine, but I don't want to see any pictures of Duke blowing Stu's brains out because we all know that that would be me doing that. <laughs> Drawings can be hand-drawn and scanned in if you've got the skills. Uh, they can be done on paint or paintbrush, which is a free version of paint, which you can download if, if you Google paintbrush for Mac. And credit will be... Don't worry if you can't draw... Uh, because credit will be given to good ideas. So it may benefit you if your drawing is terrible and we still get a laugh out of it. But good drawings will also be credited as well. So if you're a good drawer, don't feel like you're going to get left there because you put lots of work in. Pictures of us will be posted up on the site the day after this podcast is released. So go draw! There you go. Oh God, I've got to put my picture up on the side because most people don't really know what I look like. Well, it's tough shit. I know, but at least now I'm what three, nearly three and a half stones lighter than I've ever done this six months ago. So that, there you go. Yeah. Not too bad. yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And and for anyone who uh, needs to figure out how to post photos up to the side, because obviously I guess you're going to have to do that. Uh, Photo Bucket is pretty good, uh, which is I M G U R dot com. 
That, that's yeah. what we should talk about that. Another way, so the way you want to send the pictures, right? Yeah. Now, you can either, right, send them to us on email, which is the, probably one of the easiest ways. Yeah. Right? Or you could like us on Facebook, which is Veteran Gamers UK, and then tag us in the picture. That's fine. We can we can we can do it that way, and then when they're all done, I will collectively we will we'll all go through them, and I will kind of put the like the notables on the posts and the winners and maybe some runners up or whatever. Um, so we'll we'll put them on the site eventually when we got them all collected. So that's how they're going to go up. Yeah, no, that yeah. sounds good. So don't forget, I must emphasise that if you think, oh, I can't draw, it doesn't matter because. If it's ridiculously or, or terrible, right? It still it, it, it still could be included. It still has a chance if it's a good You're idea. You're not grading on artistic talent here. But if you do have artistic talent, it's also you know that's another that's way. That's also so good. Um, like, so another example is I you know I could be in GTA. You know I could be hanging out with Nico. You know like, and everybody who knows why I'd enjoy that. And, and Stu could be just like he, his brain could be kind of melting because he's in a Japanese you know, <laughs> kind of, you know those kind of ideas. So like in jokes to the podcast that only kind of podcast listeners would get. Uh, yeah. we, we're kind of looking for that kind of stuff. So get your brain Yeah, and uh, uh, get your wrists moving. That sounds wrong. But carry on. There you go. We like that. Um, and also <laughs> we, should, we, should, uh, we should also point out that uh, we'll be having a further two competitions for the following two months where we've got different yeah. ideas for those. This, so is, we'll this is for a month. This is a month long, so we'll be reminding you for the next three yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just working out when the one, two. Yeah, what's the closing day for this one? Uh, three, four, the 15th. Well, it'll be actually, sorry, it'll be the 19th of August. There you go. So the 19th of August is the closing date. Again, I will post details of this on Saturday. So don't worry, people. There you go. So it's open to everyone, Americans, Europeans, yeah. UK, yeah. Uh, hopefully PS3 and, and 360, I'm sure. Yeah. Australians. Yeah, Australians. Martians. Yeah, whoever, really, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Except people from Bilston. And I, should, I think we should say again a big thanks to Bongo for uh, yes. for donating the points. So. Anyway, yeah. enough of that. Actually, you know, I just want to keep saying bongo just for the bongo drum thing. It's great. Oh, that was it. I liked the extended version. That was good. Yeah, was good. yeah. Um, yeah, so games and stuff. Yeah, I've got to say, can I just say, uh, I've got a bit of a, a sort of early show shout-out, I have to say. <gasps> early show shout-out. Uh, <gasps> um, to a company called The Console Doctor. Because uh, basically, as you know, my PS3 got a yellow light of death last week. The yellow light of death. <laughs> yeah, my uh, song is in people. Oh, heads. God, I'd forgotten about that. Thanks <laughs> a lot. My good friend, my good friend uh, Matthew Weston, right? Uh, he's <laughs> not from, a good uh, friend anymore. Let me play something for you. Oh, God. He's, he's, he's from uh, Devon. And he came, on his journey up to the West Midlands yesterday, he told me that he listened to our show, right? And he, then he... Then he Talked about the uh, the yellow light of doom, son, <laughs> and he says it was so bad that it made him laugh on the train. Of course, he did. That was the whole point. Terrible. Mission accomplished. Mission yeah. accomplished. Um, and and also, actually, talking of, of funny things that made me grin, uh, we got a tweet off Sea uh, Fox. Did you did you see this, Ginny? I probably didn't. know. Uh, and this is this is what she said. She said, uh, "Thank God the podcast included Stu and his pickle digestion issues. My Monday was lacking fart humor." So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Happy to help. Happy to yeah. help. Says, yeah, yeah. yeah. Needs to drop in a fart joke every now. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, well, yes, yes. Yeah, the console, yes, console thing. Yes, sorry. Console though. So basically, this is how it went. On the on, the, I got the yellow light of doom yellow on the Tuesday. 
phoned the console doctor after doing a bit of research on the internet on the Wednesday evening at 5 o'clock. Uh, it was basically picked up on the Thursday dinner time and was fixed by Friday evening. <laughs> so that's how, unfortunately, uh, they have an automated email and texting service that's meant to send you a text when it's been fixed. Did you so say you, this last week? Yes, yeah, so you did. Hey, but I had but to. But we're going to recap because a lot yeah, of people have probably forgotten. Yeah. Well, or they may have fallen asleep when I he was telling the story last week. I know I did. Well, listen, anyway. <laughs> so I paid them on the Monday night and it was back on Tuesday. So I got it back Tuesday, Tuesday dinner time. It works all right. Yes, fine. Yeah, no issues. Console oh. doctors, people. No, so and I, I could definitely recommend thirty day warranty afterwards. Are they qualified uh, doctors? And yeah. seven years medical training. Sorry, like PhDs. Uh, yes. Or there's little monkeys like in Carl Pilkington's stories. Like, yeah, the guy had bad eyes. It's a ninety day warranty to give. Actually, I thought it said cheap doctors, but it actually said chimp doctors. And. But yeah, very friendly, very good, very efficient. Uh, if you get the yellow light of doom, I can wholeheartedly. So you I, God of War on your you know, if, it, <laughs> if it breaks again in the next few weeks, pissing me off. Um, but yes, I mean, I might as well get on to what I've been playing. So, what have you been playing? I've been playing on my PS3 since I've got it back. Quite wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah, we haven't mentioned uh, the interview that we had. Oh <gasps> well, I didn't know whether we were going to mention that or not. Well, it's going to go up anyway. Okay, mention uh, it. Go on, Chini, you, you. Ex- uh, we, we, um, if, if, if listeners of the podcast will notice that there was a midweek interview, uh, and I would just like to thank Harvey Elliott for taking up some time. Yay! Very nice man, and this is this is how cool the guy is, right? Because you know, we, we did the interview, went fine. He was willing to answer any questions I was I was going to give him. And, um, like, ten minutes in the interview, right, the kind of, you know, sometimes, Stu, the recording stops. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. I mean, we know that, right? The recording stops and we have to start again for people who listen to the show. Right, and that's just, you know, one of those things. And it did that ten minutes in. I said, Harvey, uh, I've got to stop you there. Just uh, got to restart the recording for whatever reason. And he was fine, right? And I did that, and then the next 40 minutes, right, went perfectly. He went off the call, and the recording wouldn't stop, right? I was like, oh, crap, right? And when you record a, sh- a show, it shows up in the software. The software is called Parallel, and it shows up uh, like listed when it's finished, right? And it wasn't there, oh right? Oh, my God. So the last 40 minutes didn't happen, right? And I was like, oh, God. Like, oh, God. Because I have to... This interview is also for a different company as well. Like, they, they've allowed us to kind of... Use it for two reasons and stuff, so it's fine. And I was like, I've let them down, I've let like the us down. And I was like, oh no. And I said to Harvey, it's like the last forty minutes. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Like I think it's gone. And this is how cool he is. He said, "Give me half hour, we'll do it again, right?" But we didn't need to. Yeah. Because, because luckily, I looked in the folder and it was still there. So, oh, but he was he was still willing. He says, "Come back at half twelve. And just let me have some to it, and then we'll do it again." So he was still willing to do it again. Bless him. So thank like you very much, Harvey. Um, probably but, he's listening now, Stu. So don't say anything bad about EA. They'll be I will, well, I might be doing slightly, oh, well, but maybe I won't. I'll, I'll try and be just, good. Just go for it. I'll try and be good. But uh, what I might do is post it up next week so that it's sort of so people know about it now. So to make sure they download that this what Wednesday, either listen coming. to it coming up or have listened to it. No, I think I think we'll do it coming up and then people know about right. it in advance. So a couple of days after this podcast. Yeah. Was, You'll get it on the Wednesday Gosh. after this podcast. Gotcha. So right, let's let's fine. do that. So that okay. people, stay tuned, people. It's people coming have through. Time. Yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah, listen up. Cool. I like it. Um, yeah, so PS3, uh, I sent back um, 
Yeah, Fear 3. Cool, lots of threes, isn't there? Uh, sent back Fear 3, and I got Killzone 3 in its place. So, you know, one three, oh, back, yeah. another three came. Uh, Mass Effect 3. <laughs> well, not yet. Not yet. But that, that should be cool. That's an EA game, isn't it? That's going to be good. good. It's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, Killzone 3 came through the post. Let's think of Halo 3. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking of threes. I know, yeah, there's lots of threes. Mm. Well, there is, unless it's a Valve game, of course. Lol. Can't do threes coming out soon. Three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Killzone 3. Battlefield 3. Modern Warfare 3. Shush. Killzone 3. Yeah, I got that from Gamefly. Yeah, so far, so good. So far, so good. Uh, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not breaking any ground from a story perspective, you know. It's Two wasn't, rough. though. Two was very... No. But do you know what this game does really, really well? It makes you feel like you're in the middle of a war zone. You know, like the opening of the game, you're sort of trapped in a city and you've got to make your way to a point to be, you know, picked up and gotten out of there. And I've got to say, there is a lot of stuff going on around you. So there's like big explosions and there seems to be enemies coming from all directions. And it, it, it looks really nice, as we know. You know, we've, we've seen the graphics and it does look nice. You know what Have I'm you like. Seen the graphics? The gra- it does look nice. Uh, but there's a lot of great yeah, effects. By nice, you mean like gritty and horrible. Yeah, and, like, yeah, no, like smoke effects and particle yeah. stuff and bits of stuff fluttering through the air. It just looks that? good. Shoot, 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 shoot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is this going to be an absolutely forgettable game? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think, and, and do you know what? Killzone think... Two is is an okay game. I enjoy yeah. it at the time. Yeah. It's, it's all right, but it's it's very forgettable. Like, it, it you is finish for- it and you're done. It's forgettable because it just hasn't got a strong enough story going on in the background. It, it's it's a visceral game, you know. It's a lot of fun, and and one of the the sound is glorious. You know, the sound of the weapons and the feel, and and I don't know how, but. You know, like, some games, the weapons just feel like plastic almost, like they're not really weighty or they've got any sort of anything going on. In this game, and I think some of it's partly the sound. I mean, the sound of, of when you use the weapons is really good. Uh, and they feel sound like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but they, they sound good. Uh, when you get a good surround sound going on, they sound really great. And, and, and they're very effective. You know, they all feel like they've got some weight to them. You know, if you get a headshot, you know they're going down like a sack of spuds. Um, and there's some colour in this game as well. Obviously, we know what? kill zones from previous iterations have been very grey and brown and, you know, the sort of generic sort of first-person shooter bit. But um, there's a part in the game where, and, and I guess it's a bit spoilerish, so I don't want to give too much away, but you end up in like a jungle, really. In the oh, God, of- that's it. Unplayable. <laughs> in in sort of the I don't know the the sort of wilderness of the planet if you will, uh, and it's very avatarish. So there's lots of glowy looking plants and things all like really blue bright. People. Yeah, yeah, no blue people, but there's lots of glowy plants and particles and stuff going on around you. There's uh, like particles beast. everywhere. Yeah, didn't yeah. Well, not beasts, but there's sort of big mechanical beasts. That Is there have. a very ordinary storyline just up with graphics. Yes. Ah, that's about it's it. exactly like Avatar. It is exactly like Avatar. <laughs> what's, what's also, I didn't like too much about that, it was one huge stealth mission. Okay. Um, so they've added some... Sorry, Duke's out. Duke's yeah, well. although, although, compared to a lot of other stealthy games, it's quite forgiving. You know, so it's it's not you don't have to. It's not like um, you know that. Yeah, it's it's not like Metal Gear Solid Four. You know, it's not like that. It's 
you know, stuff stuff, but it gives you stuff to use to your advantage. So it's not so difficult, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's not too taxing. Uh, but whilst the, one of the things I don't like about it, you, you do this stealth mission, right, where nobody sees you, you know, because you're in this long grass hiding and stuff and sort of making your way to this point where you've got to get to uh, to, to carry out a mission. Once you've got there, all hell breaks loose because they know you're there, right? You can't hide anywhere anymore. So literally, you'll be in some long grass where in the in the previous bit of that level, they couldn't see you. Now you can be in the long grass and an enemy will come around the corner and see you straight away in the long grass. So it's a little bit... Because that's... Inconsistent. Yeah, because then it's full-on sort of shootout stuff. You know, they've... they've, they've no hiding. Dynamics. You yeah. And, and the, the other thing that really piss me off there's these like pissing hun- me off <laughs> i know god i wish i'd never done that now there's these like hunter so type, i know hunter type enemies and they have like knife things and they'd like jump on you and stab you in the neck and stuff uh and and it doesn't matter where you're hidden they will see you wherever you are and come straight at you it doesn't matter where you are they will come straight at you from around the corner or whatever they know instantly where you are uh so that that's great yeah so that's a little, little bit annoying. Um, so yeah, that's a bit annoying. But overall, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's again, it's just a fun game. You know, it's not like too serious. It's not too heavy. And I, I've been quite enjoying games like that recently. Yes. Uh, so that was that. Um, yeah, Shadows of the Damned. Got to talk oh, yes. a little bit about this because I was, as, as I said last week, I was quite enjoying it, wasn't I? Quite yes, you, said, um, you, you, you finished off saying exactly what you just finished off with that. You said, I'm quite enjoying playing a game that's not so serious. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. And then, I, oh, God. Well, what is it with developers just going, oh, I've had this great idea. We should do this in the game. This will be fun. So what did they do? Right, what they did, right? There was a bit, right? Because obviously you're looking for your girlfriend, aren't you? Oh well, yeah, who's been trapped? Uh, who's been kidnapped in hell? Pretty much that. Um, but <laughs> there's like a demon version of her that of you sort of see oh, periodically okay. in the game. It's not really her, but it looks a bit like her, except like her eyeballs hanging out or whatever, you know. So she doesn't right. look quite right. It's a Dead Space Two. Sort of, sort of. But yeah, there's a bit in the game where they do this homage to Evil Dead Two. Oh, right? really? And it's quite funny, and, I, and he's, you know, if you've seen the film, you know exactly. And they even do, you know, the bit where your girlfriend, and he does, like, the zooming camera into the cabin. It even, it even sort of does that from Evil Dead 2. That, that part escapes me at the moment. There's a bit where there's, like, it's almost like, when you know when your girlfriend's outside rolling her head around from her shoulder to shoulder and all that sort of stuff? Because you chop her head off, don't you, in the film? You know, well, well, you don't, but in the film, her head gets chopped off. <laughs> oh, chopped I'm getting, off. I'm getting mixed up now between the film yeah. and the game. But in the in the film, oh, you're the problem, do Evil Dead Two, her head gets chopped off basically, right. and it rolls, okay. she rolls it around. Then, but then it's like a camera zooms in through the window and stuff. Uh, it does all that, which was really cool. But right, there's this really stupid bit uh, where she follows you, right? So basically, yeah. she's and it's like lock on. It's like you know, like the the cars in Mario Kart that are just like are on the elastic band. Oh, it's yeah, basically like that. But a, thing it's it's a bit like that, but a woman running after you. So you have to keep doing forward rolls to keep her at a distance. And then you have to complete tasks while you're doing that. If she catches up with you, it's an instant dead. And you have to do it all again. Right? Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a bit annoying. Instant death is never fun. No. That was annoying. You couldn't do anything to get out. There wasn't like... Unless press it's limbo. Unless you're really, yeah. really depressed. Yeah. Unless it's Limbo, which is a very depressing game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there was no, like, press XXX and to get her off or anything. Once she was on you, that was it. End of game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had to do it again. 
And I, and I sort of like, you know, I was like, mm, I can live with this, right? But then after that bit, right, and and this was when it was like, right, I'm taking it back to the shop. I'm not interested anymore. Okay. Uh, there's a bit where you could, there's these weird enemies with a big glowy red light on the front of them, right? <laughs> and you, you come to this area and there's a telephone, okay? And uh, the gun thing says to you, oh, I need to get, I need to get some sort of enhancement here. Ring, ring up, ring up. Right, so you ring the phone, right, and he rings like a sexy phone line type of thing. Oh right? God! He gets really excited, and then you end up with what's called the big boner. Okay, and your character holds it obviously in line with where his penis would be, right? And it's this it's giant, exact different from it's the complete opposite of Duke Nukem. <laughs> giant so, long. So you gun. mean on his head he holds the gun? Yeah, absolutely. Giant long gun. And then it's just the most... There's three sections to this bit, right? If it had been two, I'd have been, oh, all right, I've done it now. But then there was a third one, right? And basically these things come, and it's like three corridors. You're fixed in place, so it's like a turret, if you will, right? And you basically just got to shoot them without them getting near enough to you to kill you. And it's just the most ridiculous thing. And on the third one, there's like two coming at a time down there. So it becomes like this little... I don't know, it's hard to really explain, but there's these things coming at you from three or four different directions and you've got to keep switching direction until you've killed them all uh but when i got to the third round of this um they've just like just kept killing me and i just like right i had enough now and and it was just seemed so out of place with the rest of the game and i don't know why they did it i was a bit disappointed i have to say so i never finished it i don't think i was too far from the end either uh, from what I can gather, so anyway stop playing that took you're it back not, you're not you're not finishing it at all well i'll tell you i only rented it so I sort of rented it from Blockbusters, and it was like it's like a pound an eye texture, and I was willing to pay a couple of quid extra to finish the game because I was quite enjoying it. But then I thought I'm not paying another quid tonight because I don't like it anymore. So I took it back. Love film. What about love film? I've got it on my list, and if they send it me, I will persevere and finish it. So it is it is on my list. So I will persevere. All right. So you're just putting it off because it's not. I'm way. putting it off because I was a bit like, nah, and I didn't want to spend any more money. Gotcha. On it. Gotcha. 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 So, but I will. I will persevere. So I did that. Uh, Catherine demo. Um, yeah, I played I that. I can't find this. Is it's this on the American, the... It's the American only. Oh, it's only on the American. Right, so it's Stu's not... illegally downloading the Catherine there's no, there's no European release for this as of yet. It's just oh, that's wrong. Yeah, it's because no, no. there's a board game called Catherine? <laughs> I mean, it could possibly... You know, it's funny. I actually recorded myself playing oh, no. the, the, <laughs> the demo for Catherine. <laughs> wow. This is I made an audio recording of me while I was playing it. Shall I play that? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go this for is it. a very short version of it. Uh, the extended version's four minutes. This one's only one minute. Uh, maybe we'll put the extended one at the end of the show, or maybe I'll post it with the show notes yeah, or something. Post it, post it with show notes. Yeah, yeah, we'll post it with the show notes. So this is the short version of me playing the Catherine demo. Everybody ready? <laughs> yeah, ready. Okay. Yep. Okay, so there's this guy wandering around, and he's in his underpants, and he's got ram horns. Love is over. A mystic pillow. Really? Oh, I hope the whole game's like this. Climbing up blocks and pushing blocks. His dialogue is inspired. That's kind of a weird thing to say on a date. Do you, have you ever had a dream where you died? <laughs> this is going great. Let's go see a movie. Ah, uh, your mother. <laughs> what a skank. Ah. Uh, now there's a dead body on a bed. He didn't realize that the guy who was dead on the news was his friend. That makes perfect sense. Climbing blocks and a 10-minute cutscene. Oh, boy. Where do I put my pre-order in? Body <laughs> motions are fluid. I'll say that. Am I supposed to do something with these numbers? Nope. Pushing buttons does nothing. Ugh. <sighs> 
Oh, changing his inner ideas as opposed to his outer ideas. Where do I shoot things? Get up. Break things. Throw that glass at the mirror. Now I'm back in the stray sheep, which is the dumbest name for a bar I've ever heard of. Hey, Alienized Eagle came on. I'm back in my underpants. Prison of despair. A dude with a fork gonna kill me. Love is over. Dumbest game I've ever played in my life. So you enjoyed it. So you liked it, yeah. yeah you liked it. Now, I, I, sort of, I have to agree, right? It is the weirdest game I have ever No, 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 no. I, I never said it was a weird game. I like some weird games. I said that this game was a... Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, Duke. I mean, you, you obviously think it's not very good, but I just thought it was very weird. It's like... Did and you I, have fun playing it? I don't know whether I, I could term it as fun, but it was definitely <laughs> challenging, I think, is, a, is what... Well, yeah, I suppose that's one way I, I sort of enjoyed it in a weird sort of way, but I didn't think there was much of a game there. If no, I'm, there was honest, not. If I'm being really honest. But I thought the anime, the, the anime stuff was done really well. You know, the, the sort of cutscene stuff was done really well. But then yeah. they had this weird characters in this bar and one of them looked like someone out of a you know a final fantasy game with a, a bubble yep. cappy thing on yep which was obviously very japanesey um yep. but then there was a weird thing right you you like Catherine sends you a text message okay yeah and you can either choose to reply to it or choose not to but there wasn't any choice of how you replied so it was actually just, there was, was but there? they didn't tell you about it until after you'd sent the first one which is stupid, but the way it worked is when you pushed A to send a, you know, write a one line of the email or the text message, you could then press B, which would erase that line and put a different line down. Ah, right. No, I didn't realize. But they didn't explain I've... that until uh... after, which is so stupid. Yeah, I didn't spot that at all because I played the demo. But the differences twice. were really minor. It was like, you know, I'm having a drink at the bar or I'm going to have one more drink here at the bar. Like, what? This is and and apparently this will affect this, how the story play, plays out. <sighs> but probably not in any significant way. We don't know. I mean, we, we don't really know. We don't I, mean, I, I think what I gleaned from the end of the demo because it showed sort of some of the other stuff that was and there was all this really weird stuff with like boxes that are shot up in the air with rockets on and all sorts of other stuff going on so I think obviously it will get much more complex as the game goes on in the, the puzzle it's like it's really is this, like is, a, it all, is that the whole game is climbing I don't, up the blocks? I don't think it is and I think that's a problem why were there two sections of it in the demo I can understand one section yeah but to have two sections of it in, I mean what the I heck think, I don't think it's a very good demo because I've read stuff like you can actually move around during the day you know in the day you can do stuff it's not all about the nighttime sort of puzzle box sort of solving things i i potentially think it's just not a, a very good demo of it well that's possible it you know before i played the demo it looked like a weird silly dumb game now i think it looks like a stupid horrible piece of crap yeah it is a, it is a very odd game put and, that on your box yeah put yeah. that on the box um how did you find? Did you did you complete both puzzles? Okay. No. Did you not? I stopped halfway through the second one because the dude with the fork kept stabbing me. Yeah, the second one is pretty stressful to get. You know, puzzle games are fine, but I hate puzzle games where I'm under a gun or a fork in this now, case. See, I quite <laughs> I, I enjoy the tension of doing. Okay. That. I sort of enjoy. That. I get plenty of tension in the classroom as a teacher. Did, I don't need tension quite, in my video games too. You get, get tension. I play games to relieve tension. Why do you get tension in the classroom? Do people try to kill you in the classroom? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, with forks. <laughs> 
But but what was quite interesting is it had decent checkpoints, so you never felt like you know you went right to the bottom again. It would sort of give you a checkpoint, but you had to think. What I liked about it is there was a lot of quick thinking to be done to get to the top. Yes, getting killed. You know, you had to really think about which blocks you pulled out, which direction you pulled them in to make the steps that you needed to get up to the top. So I yeah. quite enjoyed that last section. I thought it was quite tense um, to do the. Well, it was tense. It was much easy, much harder than obviously the first bit, uh, and that was on easy mode as well. <laughs> Which yeah, is, well. So this game is going to be uh, hardcore hard. I would have said whatever mode you put it on. Um, but I'm still interested. I'm still, but I don't think I'm interested enough to ask you to post it to me from America. I'm not. I don't think I'm. Don't that, worry. I don't think I'm that interested in it. I don't remember ever offering to do that anyway. <laughs> well, you, you may have done it if I sent you the cash. <laughs> but, uh, Depends on how much cash you send me. Well, enough to post it. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm, but a little something for uh, me, though. Yeah. I don't think I was dragged in enough uh, to to be that bothered, to be honest. Uh, well, I think, I think in the UK, Duke was ready to fight you on this one because he was saying, "Please play this demo, so you, we're not alone when when hating this game." Well, yeah, I, don't, I was ready for Stu to come in with blinders on, but no, I guess he's not doing that. No, I'm, I don't necessarily hate it. Uh, I still think it's interesting, but I don't think it's brilliant i just I, I i just don't know how representative the demo is of the full game and i'm quite sure that you you don't like shadows of the diamond anymore because steve Kong is like booming that game yeah well i was all right to a point uh and then it just went a bit downhill unfortunately but it might pick up again after that section but i couldn't be asked um uh the other thing i've played uh quite a while ago while i had my playstation plus for america now you see this this i want to talk a little bit about because i think it's really stupid that they do it this way uh, but in America, if you have a PlayStation Plus account, you can get hour-long demos to download. So why is that stupid? Because why are they only giving that to PlayStation Plus members? So that people will sign up for PlayStation no, Plus. No, it will encourage people to buy more games. You'd think- PlayStation Sony doesn't want doesn't care as much about people buying the game as it does. I mean, it's a balancing act, I suppose. Yeah. I but think it makes sense from a business point of view. Well, I guess it does, but then from a game maker's point of view, it doesn't because they don't they, care about the game makers. Well, I guess they don't. I guess they don't. But they must have to get the publishers on board. They to need to sell PlayStation Plus, not the game. I guess. Anyway, uh, so while I had that, I downloaded Red Faction Guerrilla as an hour-long demo. Um, oh yeah, that's quite an old game, and there's yeah. also a demo on the Xbox Live. Yeah, but it's not an hour long, though, is it? So you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick of it after ten minutes. Yeah, though. No, do you know I what? I thought, I thought he was quite good. I was Greg, Greg DeLacy, yeah. Murphy's Law from the Overseas Connection, right? He uh, really likes Red, Red Faction. Yeah. And I, I thought it was okay, um, but it's one of those I'll get round to games. Yeah. I will get yeah. round to it. And, and it was one of those for me where I guess my expectations were quite low, so I there wasn't that bothered. Uh, but what I did do for an hour, that hour went really fast. Smashing I've got to shit. Say. Yeah, smashing stuff up. Yeah, going blowing shit up, and that's basically what. Yeah, but then you probably fixed it again because you can fix it, can't you? No, not in Gorilla. You can't. In, in Armageddon, you can fix. In the new oh, one. Oh, I'm thinking the of old... the new one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is the old one. Oh, I got you. The like GTA on Mars. Game. Yeah, you yeah, spoke, yeah, you spoke okay. to a developer that that worked. I did. On this game. I did indeed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was I was actually more impressed than I thought it would be. Uh, so I was having a look, uh, and I found it on. I think it's on Amazon for three quid plus postage, so it's about five pounds. Oh, there you go. So do you know what? I might give it a pump for five quid. Five quid, you can't go wrong. Can <laughs> you can't, can you? And it's a lot of game. from Unless it's heavy rain. Unless it's heavy rain. <laughs> yeah. And that's still more than five quid, unfortunately. So, you know. Shout out to Harry Haywood, who's just logged us on Facebook. Shout out to him. He's just, he just done it. 
Say that again, Stu. Maybe he's heard about the competition already. Maybe he's listening to live. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing that. He's going to be freaked out when he hears that. He's going to be like, what? So yeah, so so Red Faction. I'm gonna. I think I might pick that up if I, you know, well I have found it cheap. Um, so I might I might pick that up. Uh, and then the other the other thing I played was Misplosion Man uh, demo. I played this. Yeah. Um. See, I read stuff about this saying that it was. Have you played Mister? Uh, sorry, no, I, I played the demo for both. So I don't. You, okay. I've never bought either. I, 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 I. But they yeah. said it was going to be totally different. It wasn't just like a name change and it was going to yeah. be different, but it, it yeah. didn't feel very different to me. Now, maybe I'll True. play the other one. No, I've, played, I've finished the first one, right? Yeah. And I've played the demo, so I'm assuming I've played probably with uh, the same amount of misplosion man as you, Stu. Yeah, I played to the end of the demo. And I must admit that um, while they did say, you know, oh, it's not just a sequel, it's not just like more levels, it's more than that. Um... You know the the boss encounter. Yep. It's very, you know, like it's 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 um there's there's a lot kind of like in game cutscene kind of things going on. You know, that's it's it, it, very cinematic. I don't like using that word, but let's just use it. Yep. Um, that that doesn't happen in one so much as that. That kind of the way you take that boss out in number two is is quite is quite epic in comparison to. Yeah, I guess, but then I haven't played enough of one to compare it. I guess to that extent. Yeah, so the, in that way, it's different. The zip line is new as well. Yeah, the is... zip line was okay, but you know, it's just an added mechanic. It doesn't make it totally different until it shows up in Assassin's Creed, in which case it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's be awesome, <laughs> and and obviously in Uncharted Three, it's in there as well. Isn't awesome. It? Yeah. awesome. The, the, the great thing about like I think Miss Blazer Money, um, like, the way they like kind of did the boss fights and the the whole like. They check the, the, the way they move the camera all the time and everything. That, that that's, I mean, they did move the camera in one, but they do it so much better in in the the new one. And uh, the, like the the character itself, Miss Blaschen's man, she's a lot better. She's like she's um, she's much more animated. Like uh, one of the great things about the first one was like how he runs and stuff. And she is even better. She sings like songs in it. She's like. All the single ladies, all the like she'll do that. And it is quite good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not funny. saying there's anything wrong with it. I was no. quite impressed with it. You know, I thought expectations, Stuart. Expectations. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun, but I didn't think it was as different as they were making out. No, I'd no. rather than just say, look, it's going to be more of the same with some added stuff in, and it's going yeah. to be fun. You know, because that's basically what it is. But, like, uh, there is a part there, the, the, at the back of my brain when I was playing this game, right? I was thinking, right? I, I should say this carefully. Of Stuart's, uh, sorry, of Eric's wife. Really. Really? Right. I'm waiting for him to talk. Right. I was thinking I'm of here. Duke's wife, right? I was thinking because if she played this game, I feel like she would be slightly offended by it. <laughs> Why is that? Because, right, I might be wrong. I don't know uh, Diane very well, right? But she... All right, the character in this, right? First of all, she's pink. Girls like pink. In the, in the first one, the, the man character collects cake, right? In this one, yeah. she collects shoes. She sings typical... <laughs> She's, you know, women songs. All the single ladies. Um, holo- there ain't no hollowback girl. She'll sing that kind yeah. of song. Um, and she, it's, it's very girly. Yeah. And I, I would think that maybe, would Diane get offended by that? Like, not, I don't know if she'd get offended. Just like, would she, would she it's, it's ridiculous. It's silly. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, right. I, I, but, but I too. I mean. The thing is, right, the thing is, it's so charming that it gets away yeah. Right, yeah, like, but that, then, but then, to be fair, lots of women buy shoes, so it's not. No, yeah, I know. mean, exactly, yeah. right? Like, I, I, that that that's the back of my brain going. Oh, it's a little bit sexist, but it's not right. But like, 
the most of like say ninety five percent of my brain is going, but it's so much fun. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that, that that's the one thing that was slightly bothering me. It's like ah, oh, look, shoes for a woman, brilliant. Yeah, but but to be fair, but, if yeah, it had been handbags, oh, it would have just been the same because women love handbags and shoes. Look, that's just true a, though. I haven't. In. There aren't many women that don't like shoes. Correct. Uh, that is true. Go ahead. What about Diane? Does she like shoes? <laughs> she does, probably has about five or six pairs. Oh, that's a no then. No. Yeah, you see, <laughs> see, some women have like 40 or 50 pairs of shoes easily. And then some women like to read, you know, yeah. whichever. And then some women have 50 handbags or whatever. Well, you know? Tara here, she likes shoes and she reads. And how many, ha- oh. how many pairs of shoes has Tara got? How many pairs of shoes have you got? She's thinking... She's how many peach big, trees does she have? Hot. If she how many peach about. trees do you have, Duke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how many shoes do you have? Like, Hang on, my peach tree, mom. Hold on, she's thinking. Yeah, tell us a guess. If she, <laughs> then that's more than twenty. Yeah. Well, I said it's a lot of pairs of shoes. If she doesn't Did you hear that? Like Fifteen plus. What? Fifteen wow. plus. You see, you pairs, see, women like shoes, so it's not sexist because it's just a fact. Yeah, <laughs> women like most women. Most women like shoes. Most women like shoes. Apart from Diane, she's the only one. <laughs> yeah, Diane is the only woman. In I the know world. other women who don't who go crazy whatever. about shoes. Yeah, whatever. You don't know enough women. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, and then the only other thing I played, I played a bit more Braid with Millie. Uh, Millie wanted to play it on her own, like tag on the PS3, and wanted to play some of her own. And she got her own gamer tag. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's got quite a few trophies. I'll be honest. Um, but she's no patience. Absolutely none. That's kids, man. I know none. I mean, it's like the first time she got stuck, it's like, what do I do? I'm like, well, you have to work it out for yourself. What do I do, though? I'm like, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but you need to work it out. Well, what do I do? And I was like, well, you, you need to think, think about, you know, what you've got to What's do. What's she playing? What game is she playing? Braid. <laughs> Braid, right. Oh, Braid. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not exactly easy. But I'm like, like you've just got to think about time and how you can use time to sort of change things. Yeah. So yeah, what, what do, do I do? do? What do <laughs> yeah. I do, though? I was like, oh, my God. So, it, it, and you know when you're trying to give someone the answer without directly giving them the answer, so you're making them think a bit for themselves? Mm. Yeah, she weren't having any of that. Uh, That's what I did when I played with Duke on Portal 2. I kind of yeah. guided him through the... Yeah. Uh... You see, because one of the cool things about Braid, on what, you know, on one of the, I think it's in the second world, or the third world, it's, called, it's really the second one, but it's classed as the third, isn't it? Um, is there's, a, there's one level and there's a platform that has to come out. Right? There's one going up and a, and a floaty platform that's moving at the same time. Uh, but you can't reverse time at all. So if you get killed by something in reverse time, that's it, you're screwed. Um... So he was even getting her to understand not to that she had to jump on everything and not sort of reverse time whatsoever because if she did that, then the platform wouldn't come out, so she couldn't get her first puzzle piece on that level. Uh, but it's just, I, I think it's difficult for kids because they're so direct, aren't they? They just do what's in front of them and they don't really think outside of that. You know, there's no sort of, you know, lateral thing. They're just sort of straight. Some kids in. do. Well, some kids okay. do. Is it, you know, but is it, can we bring Portal into this? All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimmy, who's six, got to uh, GLaDOS, your first encounter with GLaDOS with Paul. Nice. I thought that was pretty good going. That is pretty impressive. On his own? Yeah. That's good. That's really good. I remember, I mean, remember not so long ago, I I showed him Portal 1, and he was just going through the same portal over and over again, because he said it was fun. Yeah. And now he got to GLaDOS. He says, I got to the robot, Mike. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Oh, very good. So I don't know. I mean, Millie, Millie's just no patience, though. She's just... No, like, all kids are different. And, 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 to be fair, Jimmy is a twin. And, and his sister 
Madeline, she has no patience. She will yeah. instantly get bored of something and like just go, I'm bored. Like my brother was telling me a story about they was playing Monopoly, right? And it took him like twenty minutes to set up the board, right? Everything's yep. ready, sorted, great. And then two rolls of the dice, Madeline went, bored and walked yeah, off. So funny. What was quite cool though, you know when you get to the um it'll be the one, two, three the fourth world, you get to, and and the first level of that, the enemies only move when you move. Oh yeah. And if yeah. you move forward, they go backwards. And if you move backwards, they go forwards. Yeah. Uh, and she figured that out on her own because I hadn't done that world, so we were sort of figuring it out together. You know, sort of figuring out what to do. And she figured out how to get the first piece at the top on her own. And I was like, oh, that's what you do when she figured it out. I, was like, oh, I, I honestly think that, like, if you back them into a corner, they will kind of figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. But they, 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 they want the shortcut, I think. They just well, she enjoys like... it. She's really enjoying it. And she's quite persistent. You know, I think she's it's got its hooks into her. And what I do notice, because obviously she's played, like, Mario to death on a DS, mm-hmm. uh, her actual platforming is very precise. You know, she, yeah, she can pull off the move. You know, she's better than me. Yeah. On the platforming stuff, oh, she's, she's much more, more precise than I am. Uh, but she's she's got it though. She's got the mechanics. She knows how it works. She's starting to get ahead a bit more around the puzzly stuff. And yeah, it's quite interesting watching her play it. You know, how old is she now? Like uh, nine, oh. nine. So she's only young. <laughs> young blessed. She's only nine. They grow quick though. She'll be twenty-one next week. She will be. She will. But she's getting there. So I'm I'm really enjoying that sort of watching her play. I remember that. when she was seven. I know. I oh know. God, we're getting old. I know, and she's going on the mic going ching chinny ching. Down the mic to you. Anyway, uh, so that's me done pretty much. So, Ju, what have you been up to? What have I been up? What haven't I been up to? That's just question, that All right, first of all, I got to start off with a trivial pursuit lol. Uh, Chinny already heard about this, so just tune out, Chinny. Uh, I was playing trivial pursuit with some friends of mine recently, and they are not gamers, to put it simply. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, I do. Yeah, so, <laughs> the question was, uh, and I don't remember the exact year, but I think it was. Uh, in 2000, what did Sony change the name of their PlayStation console to? And these people I was playing with, they looked at each other and they're like, "Is it maybe it's Wii?" And I was like, "Is that your final answer?" And they looked at each other. No, I think it. I think it's Xbox. Oh my god! Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, PlayStation Play One is the answer. Yes, fantastic. You did say that, you know, they're clever in other things. They yeah. are. They're smart yeah. people, but not when it comes to video games. So, you know. Um, Look, our answers are only easy if you know them. You well, know? of course. I mean, that's the thing is that, yeah, right. From my point of view, from my situated knowledge, that question is like, it's a, we call it a suicide doctor question because, you know, sometimes there'll be trivial pursuit questions like, which suicide doctor said in 1994, blah, 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 blah. Well, how many suicide doctors are there? There's Dr. Kevorkian. That's the only one. So... Stop moving up and down the show notes. What are you doing? <laughs> Just bugging you. <laughs> Do that somewhere else. <laughs> so anyway. You, uh, I'm sorry. I was like zoning out because you were talking about some weird suicide doctor or something. Sorry. I was listening. <laughs> I was listening. Just to let you know. God's I sake. But I, had a, I had a similar thing though. Dude, right away. Like, I, 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 there was something in Final Cut Pro, right, that I just did not know how to work out. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And a friend of mine, he's an Apple trainer. He's an official licensed uh-huh. Apple trainer, right? And I said to him, like, I always borrow it. I'm sure he gets this a lot. And I said, Chris, I'm sorry after I see another question in Final Cut Pro. <laughs> yeah. Can you answer this, please? Sorry, sorry, sorry. And it... Always replies pretty fast, right? So he, well, see, that's um, the thing is that it, the, the sign of a good patient person is do they recognize that just because they know it, not everybody should know it. 
And that's the thing for us to keep in mind. What he says, he, he told me how to do it, right? What, what I was trying to do. And it was like so easy. And it goes on yeah. Stu's point. Like it's, when, once you, when you know it, it's so easy. And when he told it me, I like kind of hit my, like I, it was a face palm moment. You know, yeah, yeah. like, oh, of course. Like, <laughs> such an Why easy... did I not figure that out myself? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. I also have a what? Yep. I'll just say yep. Yes. I have a suggestion for game developers. Once upon a time, it was necessary for them to warn us, hey, if you quit the game now, you're going to lose any unsaved progress. Ooh. The problem of, with that, of course, is if I just saved it, that warning makes no sense. But I start to think, well, maybe it didn't save or how much unsaved progress am I going to lose? What, what? Here's what they need to do. They need to say when you're about to quit, they should say, Your la- you last save X minutes, X seconds ago. Uh, you, you'll lose well, any. Uncharted does that. Uncharted two does that. Does it really? Yes, I don't remember it does. that, but okay. So that's good. Every other game should do that because I was playing a game recently and it did that, and I'm like, what? You? Huh? What? Uh, anyway. Well, I had a, I had an issue similar to that, and I can't remember what game it was now. I, I it, remember I had an issue. Go on. Where it auto saved. Yeah. So I just assumed if I just turned the console off, it, it, you know, it would just go back to my last auto save. But yeah. even though it auto saved, you had to manually save before you turned the game off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saved so that if you die during a boss fight, it can take you back to that checkpoint. Yeah. So I basically turned, saving yeah, I turned off the console. Uh, Obviously, turned back on and when I came, it started me right back at the beginning again because I touched manually. Yeah, I'm I'm always scared of that. Like I always save manually. Okay, what have I actually been playing? Well, um, I played a little bit of Amnesia, so after three minutes of playing Amnesia, this was me. Turn it, turn it off. Turn the damn thing off. <laughs> God, what got into you? It's just too nerve-wracking. You remember that from Quiz Show? That's a great do you movie. Know, do you know, interestingly, I was telling one of the guys at work who's played Amnesia, yeah. Uh, and I was basically saying, oh, he's, he's playing, he said he's not that scary, eh? he's a bit like, eh, not that bothered, <laughs> right? And he said... Uh, uh, has he got to the water beat yet? Uh, and that's I, said, I just got to. And I said, no, I never mentioned anything about, oh, I said, a lot of people, when they get to the water bit, never play the game again. Well, you know what? I'm actually making it through the water bit okay, because you know what I realized? Here's what I needed to do. Do one puzzle each time I sit down to play. Start playing it. Oh, my God, what the hell is that? Okay, I just got to get this one puzzle done. Just got to get this one puzzle done. I get the one puzzle done, and then I quit. <laughs> so that next time I'm like I'm I'm ready to go with something fresh. I'll have one challenge to complete and then I can get the hell out of there. Because well, it is nerve wracking. I mean it's not that's the thing is that it's not scary in the same way that like fear is scary. It's more just creepy. Even in the water thing, you can literally cannot see the enemy, but you see the where it's walking in the water. Yeah, and you said, gotta stay out of the water. He said a lot of people don't play it after that. But um I, I have got a suggestion. Uh, yes. Diapers. Have you have you tried diapers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so least... anyway, I mean, whatever. It's such a well-done game. That's the thing, is that even if I can't stand to play it for more than five minutes at a time, like, that shows that it's really well done because it's that creepy and it's that nerve-wracking. Um, I don't know. So anyway, um, I played uh, the demo for Boulder Dash registered XL trademark. Which, first of all, it's just stupid. I hate when they do that. They're so worried that someone's going to steal the name Boulder Dash yeah, who will? or Boulder Dash XL. We've got to put a registered and a trademark around both of them so that people keep off our intellectual property. It's clearly like a cash-in. Um, there's an old game called Boulder Dash. I never really played it, but apparently it was something that a lot of people loved, according to the promotional materials from the people who made the game. 
So now they've done it up in high def graphics, but it's the same boring game. And it's that you know the Sokoban style games where you like you have to push the blocks around in a certain order, and if you don't, you have to start all over. Yeah. No. Well, know. anyway, it's like that, and it's boring, and don't even bother because it's right. the same exact game. It's just that the graphics are better now. But who cares? Like, so, it's so you have to push and pull game. boulders around to make like to yeah, solve. And the you can't let them fall on you, and mm. yeah, I don't. It sounds it sounds a bit like Catherine. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? It's not that far off. Um, on the PS Triple, I played the... The PS Triple? I ain't talking about that Wii. Right. I played the demo for Pixel Junk Shooters 2. Ah. ah. Or would have if it could have connected to the freaking servers. Uh-oh. It was SOCOM 4 all over again. It was just mm. like connecting, connecting, can't, system error. What the hell? I restarted. Oh, Connecting, connecting. No, can't connect. It's like, what? God damn, man. What's up with that? That's not good uh, for a demo. I was like, you'd think they'd be on top of it. I know, it. right? And it's the same thing that happened with SOCOM 4. So it's like, <laughs> whatever. Um, I finished Fear 3. Yay. 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 That one part where there's all them crawly beasts around in the bus area, and oh, the yeah. dude is on the side. It looks like you poked an anthill with a stick. I had to do that like 15 times. That was the most aggravating part of the whole game. They're pretty tough. It was insane. Tough and they were tough, enemies. and I was low on ammo. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's it. I got to turn down the difficulty level. You know, I hate to do it, but I got to do mm. it. And then I go to turn it down, and I'm like, oh, my God, I already turned it down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's on funny. the easy level already. Not, they weren't particularly <laughs> hard to kill, but there was numbers. There was lots of well, them. Well, they were – it's hard to kill when there were a bunch of them. But here's what I figured out. Anybody having trouble with that part? The slide kick is your friend. Yeah. When, as soon as you see them coming, run, sprint at them, slide kick, and then turn around and blast them and use the uh, to slow down stuff judiciously. And, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, so this is kind of a spoiler. You know, the last third of the game is actually pretty good. I've been giving that game a hard time, and I do feel like the first two thirds are just an okay – I mean, it's a decent shooter – but it does, you know, it, I don't know. I don't think it, Fear 2, I think, did such a good job of combining all the different elements in such a sublime way uh, that I just love it. Um, I, I Fear think the Fear 2 had the creepiness element more as well. It was and much it did, more yeah. creepy. Again. Like, the bit in the school in Fear 2 was well oh, sure. creepy. Yeah. yeah, and I think that also did a good job of uh, showing the story as well. Yeah. Um, whereas in this one, it's mostly just sort of, you know, oh, he's over there, let's shoot him. And then, you know, you have firefights for 20 minutes and I don't know, whatever. Anyway, the last third of the game I think is pretty good. So if people are playing it and they're, you know, having, uh, they're not as into it as they'd like to be, keep going with it because it does get better toward the end. I will say that. I think it's the first time, this is kind of a spoiler. I don't know if it's. Warning! 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 Um, I think this is the. I was trying to think of another example, and I couldn't. I think this game is the first instance we've ever seen of a first-person vomit scene. Oh yes, mm. you remember that? Yeah, I yeah. Say, I want to say condemned. Well, maybe because I've not played. But, yeah, Have you never I played condemned? A... You might quite like that. Uh, I don't maybe. think you will. Do you know things? So? Uh, Actually, condemned to, no, because it's not about weapons and ammo. No, it's the original condemned. Your fist. It's melee combat. Yeah. yeah, I don't like a lot of first-person melee though. No, you might like it's it. Give, well, give though, it a well, though. Yeah, give it a well. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe ca- someday. Carry on with the uh, fear. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Who cares? Um, so Fear Three, yeah, like I would say, um, you know, it's a decent game. Uh, 
the, it was funny because when the credits were rolling, there you know the, all these names for the graphics team and the textures, and here's the audio engineers, and then there was a credit, and maybe this was just for this one company within the different groups that made the game, but I noticed there was it said writer Bob Smith, whatever the guy's name is. And that was it. One person who was the writer for the whole game. I was like, okay, there you go. That's why it's not a very good story. Because there was one guy writing it and 70,000 people doing the effects. Well, it was, the a, it was a guy. It was a guy. It was a filmmaker who wrote it. Well. It was John Carpenter and the guy did, it was it 30 Days of Night. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, he didn't do a very good job writing this one. Well, anyway, I'm always all right. But the song they played during the final credits, I was just like, yes, dancing for the win, mother. Eh. Uh, I had some friends in college who loved making fun of Glenn Danzig, so they used to always walk around going, mother. So so can I ask, did you actually sit through to the final season? You won't again. What? I don't understand why you were getting so bent up about the final sequence. It was pretty boring. I thought it was quite interesting, the final bit. What was interesting about it? Hang on a second. Wait, well, spoilers, is, is, people. Warning, warning, warning. I don't know. I just think it was that creepy sort of CCTV camera thing that they did all the way through. But then it was like the, the conclusion of that. You was know, it where, the conclusion? It felt like it was a flashback. No, it was because all the way through you, you, you like in between levels, you had that sort of the two. Yeah, I know. You saw the kids in and the then, room, and, and the that guy was, would come in every now and then. Yeah, and then that was the final sequence of that, wasn't it? Whenever yeah. all the soldiers exploded and stuff as they were coming in, and he was killing them all and stuff. Yeah, I just, know. Yeah, it was just, just the end of that little sort of subplot, I guess. I was expecting something a little more grandiose, I suppose, but whatever. Yeah, it was cool, though. Was so cool. at the end of the day, decent game. Wait till it's used. But here's the thing. Um, we <laughs> we were going to have dinner on, I guess it was Friday night. And Friday. it was... No, Friday. Just hit the highway on the Vegas one, fool, because it's Friday. Represent Friday. Ice Day. And it, stop with the Rebecca Black. What is wrong with you? <laughs> There's a good song called Friday. Anyway. I wake up in the morning because I've got an alarm. which one will i choose all right i played the so we were gonna get dinner like an hour later and i started i was like you know what i want to see what the multiplayer is like in fear three so i get into a game of contractions and i was like oh this will be you know five ten minutes and then i'll bounce out 45 minutes later i was like oh my god this just keeps going we went for 20 rounds and I was surprised that we kept going because it was pretty tricky. But the people I was in the team with were just really good at it. And I managed to pick it up okay when I first got in. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. But it's a pretty fun uh, horde mode type thing. But I'm done with that game now. The yeah. multiplayer doesn't really hold my interest that much. I've played the single player. I should play co-op, I guess. But you know what? It can wait. So here's the thing. I'm going to sell the game. But I never opened the uh, – you hear that? This is the card. Uh, for the code for the other multiplayer modes for Fear oh, 3. Right. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. Anybody listening to this podcast, it's a podcast exclusive. This isn't going on the website. If you're listening to this podcast and you want a code for the Fear 3 multiplayer modes, I have it. Email duke at veterangamers.co.uk. Again, that's duke at veterangamers.co.uk. And I'll pick uh, – which whoever sends me an email between now and when we record the next show, uh, I'll pick a name out of the group of people who send me emails, and somebody will get this Fear 3 code. So go ahead and send it in. So that's more for people who say got it off Love Film or Netflix or sure. whatever. Yeah, who rented the Absolutely. game and want to play more. You rented it and you want to play the extra multiplayer versions? Go ahead, give me a ring. Um, give me a all ring. Right. Kill- God. 
Right, an email, <laughs> which I mean email. <laughs> uh, Hello, Killzone I listened to the show. <laughs> I got Killzone 3 through Gamefly, and I played two rounds of the multiplayer. And then I was like, you know what? You know what? This is a lot like the Killzone 2 multiplayer. <laughs> in fact, it's exactly like the Killzone 2 multiplayer. And I'm not at all interested in the story. So I was like, I don't want to play the single player. I don't send it back. I kept it for two weeks and then played it for 20 minutes. Oh my God. I can't believe you didn't give the single. The single player is all right. I'm, I'm sure I'll play it someday. But I, you know what? I never played the Killzone 2 single player. So. I just, you know, why would I bother holding on to kills on three when yeah. I have kills on sitting there? And then someday when it's twelve dollars, I can get kills on three cheap and just keep it as long as I want. I guess. So whatever. And you're then not missing much. you're not missing. I know, much. I know. So anyway, uh, and then there's uh, the other thing I got from GameFly is Infamous Two. Ooh. Now that's a game. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that See, game. I told you. I told so, you. You did tell me, and I don't know why I wasn't playing it. Um, but I should have got, maybe I should have bought it, but I'm just loving it. I mean, it's more infamous, so it's just like the first one, only more so, but it's really cool. I forgot how much it, how much I love that game because infamous is a great game and this game is also great. Um, it's a little weird because, you know, coal requires electricity to power him up and give him his super attacks. So it's a good thing that militia in the swamp uses so many electric cables and generators. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise I'd be out of yeah. luck. Water is death to me instantly. But fortunately, they have all these electric cables everywhere. Um, the comic book cutscenes, as in the first game, are awesome. But now they've added CGI cutscenes, which is stupid. So I wish they had cut, stuck Man, to the they're, they're well done, though. They're, they're they good are ones. well they're done. They're not like they're, ropey. They're nicely animated. And no, stuff. they're not. They are. I mean, as CGI cutscenes go, they're good. But the, the yeah. thing that made that first game so good, I thought, was that it did a really good job of blending the action of the game with the comic book style cutscenes and when they throw in the CGI, I just think it messes up that formula. So. Look, bigger budget, man. More money to spend. No. Whatever they should, they they obviously spent a lot of money making the game better, which is good. But I don't really care about CGI cutscenes. Well, can I ask? You, what did you think about? The, have you got as far as like the first like mini boss fight, if you will? Oh yeah, I think, I think so. that burrows in the ground. The next oh yeah, time. oh yeah, that was tough yeah. going. I've got. It is tough going. That's. I mean, there's the you know the first of all, I think the fact that there's monsters is kind of dumb. I like the fact that in the first game it was you fighting against. I mean, there's magical elements in the first one, but mostly you're fighting people. And I think that it's kind of stupid that they've brought monsters in now, especially the first monster that you, you know, the, the enormous beast that's coming to get you. I think that's kind of dumb, but whatever. Um, I do like the carrier pigeons thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Because there, there's two things. There's that. And then, like, when, you know, a lot of the game is sort of climbing a la Assassin's Creed. But there's these electrical rails that you can climb up. And then they suddenly give you a little boost and you shoot up to the top of the building, which yeah. I thought that's really cool. So there's that plus the carrier pigeons. I think they're sort of giving a little jab in the eye to Assassin's Creed because um, in this game, you shoot the carrier pigeons down with electricity. But he does this weird thing, right? The, the, fir- off of them. the first one you come across, it says try not to kill it, but there's no way of not killing it no. that I've come well, across. No, I think you just stun it. I don't know that you – I don't know. I don't Do know. you kill it? Or- I don't know. It looked dead to me. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm loving Infamous 2. I'll probably have it finished by next week because I'm just going to keep wow. playing that because I'm just really loving it. Um, but yeah, so that's me done. Great. Oh, it's good. A lot of games, a lot of games. Right, Chini, what have you been up to then? I think I've got a cut it short right now because we've been going on. We've been going on. But I will tell you my Dead Space 2 story. So, 
upon a time, there was a guy on a ship, and there were these evil monsters. There's this guy, right? And he's really, really <laughs> weird. Right? And he keeps and saying, my wife is dead, my, right? My, my wife, she's dead a long time ago, right? <laughs> she keeps going on anyway. Still in my mind. Anyway, so, uh, I finished Dead Space 2. Now, fuck me. What I had problems with that ending, right? Mm-hmm. Not with the game. Now, wait, are there the- spoilers coming up? Okay. Yeah, like, the spoilers for the end of Dead Space 2. Um, I don't know where to start. I got so angry with it. I got so angry. Duke, ammo. Remember the ammo problem that you always have? Yeah. Well, so what happened at the end of Dead Space 2 is the last kind of run, you you, you come across this enemy, right, and you shoot him, Stu will know, right? And you shoot, the way you kill enemies in Dead Space 2 is you shoot their limbs off and yes. then they're dead, right? You know, they're fine, they're dead. You stomp um, on them to make sure. You might just stomp, and, and that's what I did with this one. Just after you stab yourself in the eye, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you do that first time? No issues? Yeah, no problem, right? Yeah, I did. So there's this thing that comes out. You shoot all these things. He's like, oh, he's a little bit bigger than usual. Whatever, I'll get rid of him. Um, guess what? He doesn't die. Yeah, but that, that was in the first game. That was the chief enemy in the first game. That I don't chased care, you by a bit. right? So, th- this is not my problem with it. This okay. is not my problem, yeah. So, anyway, right, this guy doesn't die, and you have to run away from him, basically. Uh, you, have to, you have to kind of chop his legs off or something, or slow him down any way you can, so you just keep running. And there's, so, the lot, a lot of the last section, is you have to run quite a bit. And there's all enemies popping out everywhere. And so, I get uh, to, the, to the kind of last bits, and the very last thing you have to do, you shoot this kind of wire to close the door. Right, and it opens up the last part, and then you get confronted, and you have to like, sh- uh, sorry, you have to shoot like you have to go into the mind of Isaac, right, and kill your own wife, right? You with me so far? You still with me? Yeah, my wife. I had to kill her, right? Right, and so, and then when I went into this dream weird in the mind sequence, right, I didn't have any ammo, right? Ooh, that's so what what I thought was, oh, so if if I need ammo. Right, they're so spoiled. I am there in games. If I need ammo, they would supply some. They would, they would know if I need ammo. Well, of so, course they should. That would make so sense. I, I think the game was taking it away from me. You know, like the, the game, like this dream scene. I'm not allowed ammo, right? Because it, I, I'm sure I had some. Like that scene in Dragon Age where you end up in the prison cell and you have none of your stuff. So I, I, I'm thinking, right? So it must have got taken away from me. I must be able to do this like without any ammo, right? This is part of the dream, right? So anyway. Well, I kept on freezing her and meleeing her, right? And like this went on for ages, right? And I died sometimes, and I did it again, I did it again, and, and I did it for what seemed like about forty minutes of just doing this, right? And I was like, this isn't right. And I didn't want to look on YouTube or a walkthrough because I felt like I lost. And I was like, what? What's going on? And I eventually did, right? I went on YouTube and went topped in last boss, Dead Space Two, and the port, the guy pulls up a gun. And he's got ammo. Yeah, well, I did. I don't remember right? having any issues with that. Yeah, I, I had like, ammo at the last fight. What's wrong with you, Chinny? Shut up. Yeah. Right. So, I, <laughs> I, and I was like, bollocks. Right. So I played, I had to go back to a previous save. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to run through and kind of get, like, you know, try and save some ammo. And I did. And I still didn't have enough ammo to kind of do it. It's right? tough. That yeah. last bit is tough. Right, so I had to go to an even more previous save. Oh my right? god, that's really annoying. And then really just like come back on the the, the ammo, like really like save it and go through it. 
And I was just sick of it by the end of it. Mm. Right? Yes. And I was thinking, all they had to do, right, was just put some ammo on the ground at the start of that. That's all they had to do, right? At the start of the mine thing, put some ammo on the ground. I would have found it and gone, ha, I need ammo. And I've got some a little bit of ammo to keep me going. Oh. I did think in that last bit there was some like there was her, but there was some other like minor enemies there. Yes, as well. and they did only drop after, stuff. Yeah, but only after the first time time that you kind of killed the heart. Ah, uh, because you've got to kill her first, and then yeah, do shoot you. her, and then she goes. Then the marker explodes behind her, and then within the marker yeah. there's like a heart. Then yeah, you there is. Shoot the heart, and then there's loads of little baby things that come up. It's a typical they, boss fight. They drop ammo, right? Yeah. And I, when I got to that bit, I was like, I'm fine there, right? I've got to. Yeah. Bit. But it was getting to that bit. I couldn't get it. Like I only had enough ammo to kind of affect her, and a little bit. And I, but I could never get to the heart bit. So it was really annoying. Really left a bad taste in my mouth for the last part. I still think Dead Space is a great game, and I know that's a personal experience. But they should have left a little bit of ammo to make me realise that, you know. I mean, I, not, not giving away any story spoilers. I I wanted it to end straight after that. And when it didn't end yeah. there, I was I'm a bit like, yeah, it's a bit of a cop out. I, I really like the the very end of of Dead Space Two, where it's an it's an uh, they allude to the first ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, we we put, press the press the spoiler warning again, dude, because we've already pressed it. But let's press it again. Careful, people. Warning! 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 So we're still spoiling Dead Space Two if you're listening. And at the very end of Dead Space One. Um, uh, you, you kind of go through, you realise that your wife's dead in one, and then at the end, you're looking at a computer screen, and he t- Isaac turns to his right, and his wife's there, and she she jumps him. And, he, you know, it's the last scare of the, the game, right? And then yep. it goes to black. Um, in this game, he's staring at the monitor at the very end, he's staring at the monitor exactly the same way, right? And then he turns right, and he looks, and it's the woman that helped you for the game, the new woman. Yep. And she looks at you and just goes, what? Right, and it's a nice kind of like nice, like, like tip to the head as the first. I thought that was quite a nice ending. And at the very end, of course, at the end of the credits, we've now cut all the markers. Ah, oh, blah blah blah. There's going to be a Dead Space three, and I was like, oh god, just end. <laughs> all right, fine. Did they actually say that there's going to be a Dead yeah, Space? Yeah, that's like that's a weird credits. thing for the characters to say. No, that's they didn't the actually credits. say. There's this. <laughs> it's like a radio signal it's, thing. It's, it's, it's like, like when Anakin says in the second Star Wars movie, "Yeah, there's going to be another Star Wars movie." Like, who are you talking to, Anakin? Nothing. Uh, the, 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 the end. They say, oh, um, did they destroy it? Yeah, it's totally gone. Oh well, at least the other ones are fine then, or something like that. You know. So the, yeah, there's going to be more Dead Space. There's definitely going to be more. Yeah. Uh, we, we, it's not a lake, it's an ocean. Blah, 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 blah. Duke Nukem. Well, have you played that? Played yes. Um, Are you waiting for me to play this? Piece of shit. Right, well, <laughs> piece of shit is involved. And the, 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 the very, the bastards at 3D Realms, right? I mean, I, I feel kind of embarrassed playing this game. But I have to play it because it's it's Duke Nukem. It's it's kind of really so. You got are you playing the demo or the game? The, the game. Oh. The game. Yeah. Um, so the first thing you the first thing I did or happened to do was pick pick up a, a pick up play the, the clip that you just picked up uh, played piece of play it piece of shit. I picked up a piece of shit. Right, that was one of the first things I did. Right, and I threw it. And there's an achievement for this. So the very first achievement I have in Duke Nukem, everybody knows that I picked up a piece of shit and threw it. Piece of shit. Well, I'm pleased to say I didn't get that achievement. <laughs> anyway, I'm not too bothered about that. Or trophy, whatever. Now, um, you described this game as a piece of shit, didn't you, Stuart? Pretty much. Right. I don't think this is a bad game. 
What? Wait. Mental. Wait. Right? I don't think this is a good game. I don't even think it's an average game. Right? It's a poor game. Right? It's an unacceptable game. This would have been a good game, right, if the Xbox had just been released. Yeah, no, I agree. If the Xbox had just been released, right, this would have been an okay-ish game. Right? But there's certain things in it now that are just unacceptable. For example, you walk into a room, and in Call of Duty, uh, you see this quite a lot, right? You walk into a room, and you trigger kind of like a cutscene, and the characters kind of start moving or talking. You know, it happens in Half-Life or whatever. And then they stop, and then they kind of go at ease, right? In this, you can literally see when they trigger, right? And like, then when they stop talking, they kind of like morph into their back to their other stance. You know, what I mean? the animations are terrible. The graphics are bad. Tara watched me play a bit of it, and she says, "Why does it look so bad? Is it because it's old?" All right? <laughs> she said that. Great. And I, I purposely made Tara watch it, watch it with me. Right? And I says, "Like, I wonder what you think of this when I'm playing it." And she actually, like when Donald Goins was making his sister watch him shoot up heroin. Like, you have to see how bad this is. Why not? It's like that, right? Um, and she kind of she laughed at it a little bit more than I thought she was, right? <laughs> And I don't know if that speaks more about Tara than, than the game, but she she kind of like there's a part where um, I would this woman says like I would definitely go down on him, you know. And Tara just kind of rolled the rolled her eyes at how silly it was, you know. It's just like it's stupid. Um, so I don't think it's a bad game. It's just amazingly dull. It's just ridiculously dull. There's nothing. There's no character to it at all. It's just dead. Like the, the game has no. It just it's just dull. Like it, everything about it is dull. Like there's a part where you drive as a mini duke and you shoot some alien ship and it's just amazingly like charmless. I don't know. It's amazing how they've done it. Like there's you draw you shrink yourself down to a small size, you shoot an alien ship, there's aliens boxing. And that kind of sounds okay on paper, but it's just dull. Like I played it and there's like this is Rubbish. It, it really has no personality, does it? No. And, and, and when it's got such a big personality, it thinks in it, it does. It really yeah. does think it does. You know, like and it, it's a, it's a game that's ten years old. There's no doubt about it. Like this would have been good ten years ten years ago. Standards have changed. Bulletstorm killed Duke Nukem. Yeah, that's it. Bulletstorm is today's Duke Nukem, without a doubt. Boys and then to be fair, they're the same. They're the same price of game, and that's. And I know you shouldn't judge a game whether it's good or bad on price alone, but it, it's, it feels like a budget title. Feel like like sixty pounds. Anybody who paid sixty pounds for this is is like I don't know. They're regretting it. And somebody did send me a message when I was playing it, saying, "You know, is it any good?" I was thinking of getting it, and I said, D-. "My message was, don't get this game." You see, one of the lads at Fullwood, uh, Lewis, he bought the special Super Duper edition for about 70 quid or something ridiculous. Isn't it? He's crazy. He's I said crazy. that to him. And he, even though when you speak to him, he still thinks it's a great game. He's played it like three well, times. Does he play FIFA? Possibly. Prove him. There you go. Uh, right. Duke Nukem is a poor game. It's a dull game. Right. But 10 years ago, it would have been an okay game. That's it. Look, I, I don't think even people who play FIFA like this game that much. I don't know. I don't know. 
You know, because and we've got to be careful because some people play FIFA who might not be of the same mentality as we always saw. Oh, no, I play FIFA. So whatever. Yeah, there you go. Oh, exactly. shout, shout out to Nick Parkington and Tam Lally who just logged lettering at us. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. We're shouting out as we go along. So we get a lot live responses. I have absolutely no idea. We've got some really weird people who've sent us fresh. Really, don't say really weird. Well, (laughs) weird people people on Facebook. Some weird people that we don't know, right? Some weird girl into horror and stuff. Mrs. Horror. It's it's people that we don't know. (laughs) It's people that stop offending people, Stu. You know, for some reason, our Facebook page has blown up. It does. Why? We should really put content on there. But anyway, well, Duke Nukem, loaded sort of basic stuff. (laughs) If you want to play a modern day Duke Nukem, play Bulletstorm. Yeah, that's probably good good advice, I would have thought. Right, we do need to take a break because, boy, oh, boy, that was a massive, like, what one, and a, one hour and 20 minutes first part of the show, which is huge. I need a drink. Damn. Yeah. I think you do. Um, so what I thought we'd do, because it went quite well last week, and, and uh, I feel that Surface Lizard has given us yet another sort of topic that we can have a little bit of discussion on because I thought it was rather amusing. Oh, um, damn. Uh uh, basically, yeah, we, we, I thought we'd have Surface Lizard now. And, Hello, uh, darlings. Yeah, he's he's going to talk about really weird simulation games, or one in particular, as it goes. Uh, and I thought we'd give it a little bit of discussion after we've had this, so uh, let's have a listen to that. It served me right to suffer. It served me right to be alone. Cause my mind, I'm still living In a day, a path and gone Thou seeketh soul power, dost thou not? Then touch the demon inside me Soul of the mind, key to life's ether Soul of the lost, withdrawn from its vessel Let strength be granted so the world might be mended Hello, darlings. The Lizard of the Surface here. And for all you good veteran gamers, I owe you an apology. Consider this my mea culpa. Demon's Souls isn't the best game of this generation, as I previously claimed. Erroneously, it would appear. One of the things I've always found fascinating about PC gaming, and is which a staunch rebuke to any fool who claims PC gaming is dead is the fact that on the PC you can pick up a whole range of outre simulation games. Whether you have a fancy or a penchant or a compulsion for a roadwork simulator, farming simulator, crane simulator, tow truck simulator, banal simulator simulator, or boring day at work simulator, complete with angry, sexually insecure boss gazing into space for 30 minutes, dragging out work, and covert PC Minesweeper and Solitaire. All of these wonderful simulations can be yours. Ever since I was a young boy, I've played the silver ball. From Soho down to Brighton... No, hang on. When I was a young boy, I thoroughly enjoyed Trash Man and Paperboy on the spectrum, and I soon came to learn that mundane jobs could have a sense of the grandiose about them. And... Because of that, the game I've been playing on my PC for the last few weeks is a game called Street Cleaning Simulator, which I say without any trace of irony. Oh, my old man's a 
dustman, he wears the dustman's hat. He wears gold blimey trousers and he lives in the council flat. There was a game for the PC called Street Cleaning Simulator. I saw it on Amazon for £17 and frankly, I couldn't resist. I gave you Deadly Premonition and I'm now giving you the exquisite wonder and horror of Street Cleaning Simulator. I can only describe this game as like the Janet Street Porter of gaming. It's ugly, dirty, but it's somehow gratifying in a filthy way. Via this confession, I'm well aware that I probably deserve antipsychotics, but the existence of banal, municipal or commercial activity simulator games delights me in a way that I frankly can't articulate or understand. It's, it's perverse. Genuinely, I'm not interested in the simulation aspects of Street Cleaner Simulator. Just the concept of the whole game, the point itself is... How can you make something that isn't fun, fun? How can you make something that is work, fun? Well, the answer is you really can't in this case. What's perhaps more disconcerting with the title is this game is actually called Street Cleaning Simulator 2011. The date which alone means there'll be further instalments of the Street Cleaner series. So we can look forward to Street Cleaning Simulator 2012, now with additional dog feces and back alley post-Saturday night semen. In fact, the whole game calls to mind those gloriously twee, keep Britain tidy public information films from the 70s and 80s that used to appear on cinema adverts and late night television. Marty, that's really silly. Yeah, if everyone did that, the place would be a disaster. Marty, you know, it costs £25 million a year of the taxpayers' money to clean the litter in Britain. That's a national disgrace. I mean, surely that money could be used on a more deserving course. Sorry, I... Litter's dirty and ugly. What's more, it's illegal. It's also dangerous and it's a health hazard. Well, I never really thought about it like that. One of the great things about video games is escapism. Via the medium of the game, I've been able to be a invincible space marine or a powerful mana draining warlock or a leggy secretarial dark magic woman with glasses who looks like Sarah Palin but you know what I've always wanted to be a council working manual laborer in high visibility workwear why would I want to be some kind of insuperable hero when I can be a high school dropout laborer who reads the sun and assumes that Russell Watson is high culture. Especially one that walks with a bizarrely odd lumber, like just on the verge of prolapse. Bewitching as the title might be, Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 isn't probably going to compete with Grand Theft Auto V when it arrives, or Saints Row III. Sadly, there is no free-roaming environment where you scour the streets like some kind of dark night of hygiene, harassing the young people when they so much as carelessly drop a McDonald's wrapper on the street and then admonishing them with some horrible morality, like at the end of the He-Man cartoons. In today's story, Elena tried taking a magic potion which she thought would help her. Well, she found out there aren't any magic potions. And you know what? There aren't any magic drugs either. Anytime you take one from anybody but your parents or your doctor, you're taking a very big chance. You're gambling with your health, maybe even your life. Drugs don't make your problems go away. They just create more. So the game revolves around a central hub, which is, of course, the office, where new jobs appear on your email system, including jobs from the mayor of 
Suberhausen, which apparently is where the game is set. Uh, as you could probably gather, Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 is a German game. Uh, the Germans like their economic games and their niche simulators. And because it's a German game, as far as I can tell, there's no scat porn so far in the game, frustratingly. Couldn't you have set the game in somewhere at least vaguely British and disgusting like Slough? Come, friendly bombs, and fall on Slough. It isn't fit for humans now. And also, maybe I'm wrong, but at least living in Britain. Since when did the mayor concern himself with giving work to such council plebs? Surely mayors are too busy getting hand jobs from secretaries and fiddling their expenses. So we've already established that Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 is a hub and mission-based game, which sadly isn't going to involve stopping rampaging alien Thora herd beasts or stopping the sun from detonating. The mission scripts, as you can imagine, are never particularly exciting, which is an understatement along the lines of saying Ant and Deco are a touch annoying. Genuinely, you'll be cleaning filthy roads, as you expect, or cleaning up bits of grass or debris. But oh my god, if we're going to be discussing verisimilitude, this is the life of a street cleaner, warts and all, probably quite literally. The biggest concern is how far the job is from your office, and sweet jumping Jesus with a pastrami on rye. Do you need to break out the water hoses for this or not? This is high drama of the Michael Bay standard. Frankly, I ordered the game without a moment of rational thought. And with Street Cleaning Simulator 2011, I really don't know what I was expecting. It's like taking a date at a Bangkok ladyboy bar. The street cleaning experience is even less exotic than I thought, which isn't really saying much for my forecasting. You really do just clean up 30 centimetres of muck on the pavements that could be tar or feces or blood or gizzards. And you do that at the edge of the curb where the pavement meets the asphalt. So you take your gloriously orange high-vis beeping truck and you drive along the edge of the curbs very slowly and very methodically sweeping up. It is very slow. It is stultifying to the point where your brain seeps out of your ears. Although most excitingly, a queue of cars will back up behind you because the drivers are stupid and don't seem to have any concept of how to overtake. Then you finish the job, you return to the office, you get paid, but then, oh my god, an email flashes into your inbox. This is it. Ghosts have taken the city. Terrorists have captured the mayor. And only you can... Oh, no, no. Another street needs to be cleaned. If you get bored, which I guarantee you will in the first ten minutes, you can play around with the cameras, and you can watch your street cleaner do its cleaning by looking outside of the cameras and rotating it around. And amusingly, your cleaner looks like an angry orange hippo, which at least have several seconds of amusement. One of the virtues of a game like this is it can be improved infinitely by improper gameplay. And you know what that means? It means that I wanted to turn this game into Carmageddon. So, the game features what could loosely, loosely, as loose as a prostitute's nether regions as a dynamic world, which means there's the occasional pedestrian blankly roaming around like a lost ghost. So, I'm going to run them over, run them over at 30 miles an hour, but I can't. When I hit them, I go right through them. Maybe they are ghosts. Hit them dead on, and they vanish, as if magically sucked up 
into the orange hippo like an alien abduction anal probe simulator. The real genius of this game is taking the street cleaning simulator and turning it into a burnout crash junction, partly because the physics model in the game is a touch hyper-realistic. So it's more fun to just side-crash cars, watch them veer up and collapse and cause as much chaos as you can. Although your own street-cleaning car, when it falls over like a Halo Warthog, will magically write itself in some middle-finger bird-flip to Newtonian physics. I was secretly hoping for a couple of lost weeping orphans to put beneath my wheels, but no, in Stubenhofen Guard, or whatever the city was called, it's just adults. And none of your German porn adults in leather thongs and ball gag masks either. Anyway, money makes the world go round, so gravity makes the world go round, but money is also a pivotal force, metaphorically. This also applies to the dynamic, cutthroat, gecko, greed-is-good world of street-cleaning simulating. It's a dangerous business. It's an expensive business. And you need to always have in the back of your mind whether you need to buy some new brushes or fill up your orange hippo. And what's good is, if you're in the business of doing a job and frankly another ten minutes of cleaning up solidified feces bores you senseless, the game gives you the option to invoice a job when you've just done 60% of it. So, is the game some kind of commentary about street cleaners being half-assed about their jobs and just doing half of it and invoicing for the full thing. If you're one of those people that regularly goes to the newsagents and buys a copy of Old Tractor magazine, then I think Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 is going to be exactly the game you wanted. Once you've got enough money, you can save up to buy an additional two advanced vehicles, and you can then sit in that cockpit, lean back in that faux leather seat, look for the copy of Razzle under the upholstery, and admire all the buttons and levers that do something. Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 is one of the most excruciating and agonizing games I've ever played, but for all the wrong reasons, it's fascinating. It's like looking at the ugly woman in the office and trying to wonder exactly what she's like under all of that skirt and jumper clothing. Actually, playing the game, however, is as excruciating as putting a piece of rusty barbed wire down your jap's eye and then having a tramp with dirty fingernails try and pull it out whilst breathing over you with martini breath or the while whilst Morris dancers jingle and dance around you and Joe Pasquale tells you jokes in his oh so hilarious voice but let me tell you the absolute secret genius of Street Cleaning Simulator 2011 it makes any game you play after absolutely flawless anyway I must be going I have an appointment with Recall to have every memory of this game wiped from my brain. And I'm hoping I don't have a schizoid embolism and have to meet men with talking tumours in their stomach on Mars, which I smuggled onto dressed as a fat ginger woman with an exploding false head. What do you want, Mr. Quay? The same as you, to remember. But why? To be myself again. You are what you do. A man is defined by his action, not his memory. Surface Lizard signing out. Be seeing you. Art thou done? May thine strength help the world be mended. I shall await thine return, slayer of demons. Okay, so there you go, Road Sweeper. Oh man, I hope they're going to make a remake of this in high def. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds just brilliant. Okay.
what I, I want to say is, right, I really do not get simulation games of this nature at all. I have no idea why people like these games. This kind of came along with the 90s, right? Simulation games, am I correct? Like, yeah. Like there's, there's a lot flight, of these games. Flight Sim started it, right? Yeah, I remember we had a flight simulator for a computer that we had long ago. I mean, this was like really rudimentary. We're talking about like Apple IIe days. And there were things about it I really liked. Like it was sort of cool that the game was just you fly to this other city and you have to do all these different things that pilots actually yeah, have to but do. Why, why is that, right? Be, being a pilot is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to be a pilot, right? Sure. Because even though it's just a taxi in the air, but it's still cool, right? Uh, Catch me if you can. That movie proved it, right? And uh, but being a, 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 a coach driver or whatever isn't <laughs> yeah. cool. Like you don't brag about that kind of thing. <laughs> just saying. I, ju- yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, it's like right. Okay, to put it into sort of context, and I guess this is what a lot of these simulation games are like, right? Uh, my wife. My, my wife, my wife <laughs> uh, used to work with a girl who had a date with a train spotter, right? Okay. Uh, do you know what a train spotter is? Do you know what that is? Yes, heroin users. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do you actually know what a train <laughs> spotter is? <laughs> I think, I think Duke is clever enough. He does. I do you know the, the hobby you, of train yeah, spotting? you go looking around for trains. You spot Duke, trains. I think, I think I can figure out what train spotter well, is. Sort of, I think Duke is clever enough to encode. Well, he might not do it in America. I, I, I hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't. But basically, every train has a shut up. Every no, uh, every train has a unique serial number. So basically, so basically, what these people do, right? They yes. they have a book on and has, every train, and it has a serial number of every train. Yes. And they cross them off when they see them. It's like bird hunters, little little bit like, like bird spotters. Um, but anyway, they, she had a date with a guy who was a train spotter, and he. Oh, did they go train spotting? He no, he rented a flat that overlooked Preston train station. <laughs> oh, right, man. this is no word of a lie. So, and he had a telescope set up. To spot trains from his window. Now, now, to be fi- well, that's what he said it was for. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, Stu, you like to go geocaching. That is true, but so at least there's some really exercise, exercise involved. In sort of. Oh, it's exercise sort of. involved. But listen, listen, I've not got to the, the the bit that reminds me of these simulation games. He so also basically, kills people. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> he said to her, he said, uh, "Do you want to come on? A, you know, come round to my my flat and watch a video, right? We'll go back. Come on, have a couple yeah. of glasses. I want yeah, to watch yeah, a video." Of, I hope it doesn't go the way I'm thinking it's going to go. So, so she <laughs> yeah. went round to his flat expecting like the latest film out on DVD or video. I think it was possibly VHS. Trains of Northern no, England. No, worse than that. Worse than that, right? <laughs> Trains so, of Southern England. No, no, so basically, right, she she sat down, right, and he ba- there's a very famous train line in the UK called Settle to Carlisle. Oh, I've heard of that. Right, Settle to Carlisle. And it was basically a film of someone with a camcorder filming from the <laughs> footplate, The Journey, from Settle to Carlisle, and that was that. It was just, oh God, it was just like an hour of this journey from the front of the train, so and that know, was it. Let, let's say something, right? We're, we're gamers. You know, gaming's associated with nerdism. I think that's fair. Yeah, you know, yeah, we kind yeah. of admit that we're, we, we're nerds. That's officially more nerdier right, than us. Can we just check? That really is. That really is. I'm a um, loser, baby. Well, can I, right, talking of simulation games, have, have either of you heard of Desert Bus? Desert yes. bus. Yes. Is, it, is it like a drive across America, like as a bus sort of? But basically, Penn and Teller. This is from Penn and Teller, who that, did. That's, that, 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 that's all they do, right? Is simulation. Yeah, I think. 
Yeah. Basically, they did a game, and it was it was meant for the Sega CD, so it's sort of an old game, right? Uh, and basically, it was a it was sort of a collection of mini games uh, that was sort of some like you could trick your friends with and things of that nature. But on this on this disc was a game called Desert Bus. Okay. Desert Bus. <laughs> and basically, drive epic five hundred miles. It is. It basically the object of the game was to drive from uh, uh, Tucson. Is it Tucson? Tucson. Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada in real time. Oh, right? boy. At a maximum speed of 45 miles per hour. Oh, boy. Okay. And it required eight hours of continuous play to complete. Oh, boy. Because the game couldn't be paused and it couldn't be saved. So the only <laughs> way to, right? And then, right, but they thought of everything, right? Oh, wait, it gets better. It gets better because, uh, like, some people thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll just sellotape the button down that accelerates and just leave it going. But no, because every every once in a while, right, it would turn. Road right. turns. It would be a little turn, not a massive turn, but enough uh, to basically send your bus off course and onto the side of the road. If your bus crashed off the road, right, a pickup truck would come to get your bus and then take it back to the start in real time. <laughs> oh, oh boy! boy. <laughs> would you get you know what? The fact that this happened to get a better job surprised me. The fact that anybody played it surprises me. Loads of people played it. Not only that, not only that, but <sighs> some people, right? Some people even invented like mechanical things to play the game for them. You know, when you, if you crash the bus, do you get sacked? No, no, you just get taken I back. Get to a more, I like a more interesting job. Like no, and that's it. And and there's nothing to see. There's a stop sign every now and then. You for the demolition derby, <laughs> or like a cactus or something, and that's all you see. Now the maximum you can get in the game is ninety nine. So you get one point if you get to to Las Vegas, right? And then if you come back, you get another point, and then so on and so forth. So you can just drive backwards and forwards between the two points, right? Oh boy! Point. And the maximum the game allows is ninety nine points, right? And, and and it takes forty one days to complete like the maximum score. <laughs> and then you prestige and you do it again. <laughs> but some people invented <laughs> stuff to do this game for them. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like oh my god! <sighs> I mean, have now... you thought you know the Flash show? <laughs> yeah, uh, the very funny Paul Waters uh, sketch show that was on in the nineties. Yeah, there, there's a character and he's kind of like the office Joker that nobody likes. Right, and he's got like ginger hair, and he's he's always wacky, and he's got crazy shirts, and everything. And he, he he's got this woman who's always kind of like semi interested in him, and he brings him back, and he arranges his living room like an aeroplane, right? And at the front, he's <laughs> playing flight simulator, and he's doing all the announcements, and he's playing the aero stairs, and she's saying, oh. You know, can I can I go to the toilet? And he says, yes, you know, but you can't flush and all this. And, and she, she's really bored. And he does it in real, it's like a, a flight to America. She gets really excited because she thinks he's going to America. All right. And he says, here we go. We're playing flights. And he does it in real time with this date. Like, <laughs> it's very funny. See, it's just the same, isn't it? It's the guy with his train video. And I just don't, I really don't get I mean, it's like The Sims. I've tried to play The Sims, right? I've got The Sims 3. Now like, leave The Sims alone. But I don't get it. I really don't get it. I'm just like, it's boring. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Stu on this I'm one. I don't, you know what? I got a real job with real bills. I don't yeah. need a virtual job with is, virtual bills. What I like about The Sims is building the house. And what I always used to do in The Sims 1 was win the lottery. Like, like do, the, do the money cheat. Cheat, 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 cheat. And build a house. It was like a house maker. That's See, but like. wouldn't you agree that a game that's dependent on a cheat is broken? Yeah. Um, I would have said that. 
Because yeah. that's what all my students said. Oh, you just got to get the cheap. But no, then the game is broken. I'm sorry, people. Yeah, because che- the whole point of it is it takes you however long to earn yeah. enough money to get your houses or whatever, I guess. Well, the thing is, though, when, you, when, when everything's kind of going okay in The Sims, that's when it gets really boring. <laughs> like, like, I suppose when you've got stuff to do, or like, there's things, or like there's a fire, or you get burglars, that's kind of interesting. But when everything's fine, it's like, eh. Like, but so it's the like... Actual- Playing The Sims was boring, but like making the house was interesting. Mm, but it's like the Second Life thing, you know, that was quite popular for a while. It's like, what? Why? What? Why? It, people whose real of, life is too horrible and yeah, boring. And, I mean, stupid. that makes Second Life more interesting by it, comparison. Interesting fact about Second Life. Jimmy Carr did a live gig on Second Life. That's right. I mean, there was a few people did live gigs on uh, it. It was popular. Back on this subject, if um, anybody wants to listen to a podcast called Face Rocker, uh, if anybody's heard of Freddie Wong from YouTube, he's a big YouTube star. He also has a podcast called uh, Face Rocker. And they had a guy there, on, I, I think this was in February the 15th, around Valentine's Day, the episode came out. And the, there's a guy there called Adam someone. And his job is a dating coach, right? And he basically, you know, he gives tips for people that want to meet women. I have a joke. You ever see Borat at the dating coach? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Walks it down the street. <laughs> Where should I put my shit? All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> so this guy, Adam, he was a, he was a British guy. He, um, he's, he's a massive nerd, right? So he's a dating coach and he's a massive nerd. More so than we are because he was into LARPing big time. Oh, God. Right? So much, right, that he crafted his own weapons and made a factory in Africa crafting weapons and made a lot of money doing it, right? Anyway, he's got a very interesting life. Listen to the episode if you want to hear it. So anyway, um, he, he was talking about how he created a character while LARPing, yeah? And, and his character, while he was quite a sheepish guy, not very much confidence. And his character while LARPing was going on these epic adventures, would challenge people to duels, would pull women. And he got to a stage in his life where... He, he was seriously depressed because the character that he made while LARPing was more interesting and interesting more charismatic than his, real than his own. Right? And this is a big thing with these kind of like MMOs oh, sure. and Second Life is people can create their own fantasies. Right? You know what? There's a really good Dutch movie called uh, Ben X, which is all about that, but it's a really good movie. It's not just about how sad it is that this guy's life is so boring, but it's like they did a lot of other good things with the story and stuff. And well, well, I was going to say, look, just to finish off the story real quickly, is um, this guy Adam actually turned his life around. He he, he sold up this, his, his factory in Africa. He actually got a job on a show called Gamesville where he played video games for a living. All right? And then... Um, he moved on to be a dating coach, and he actually was so good at being a dating coach that his instructor, right, um, quit. That's wow. how good he was because he chatted up a woman um, while her boyfriend was there. Nice. That's how good he was, right? And he, he anyway, and he he's, he kind of turned himself into his larping character. He says like, "I'm I'm going to be like him. I'm just going to do things for no reason and just do nice. them." And he, he turned himself around. So he, it's quite a, an amazing story when you think about it. Don't give up hope, people. You can yeah. become your LARPing he, character. He's yeah. a person who, who LARPed and he made LARPing weapons and he's now a dating coach. And, and he, there's a documentary on Channel 4 about him and it was the man who could pull any woman. Can so you there you go. So was he a good-looking bloke? Was he? He's in was... A, look, that, that's the thing. He's on, he's on YouTube. He's Adam London UK or something like that, right? And... He's an okay-looking bloke, right? I'm an okay-looking bloke, right? I'm not, like, a stunning guy. I reckon I could compete with him looks-wise, but he's obviously got the gift of the gap. You know what I mean? He's, he can 
just talk and get them. And he's a rapper who used to work with the rap group Black Alicious. Sure. Well, yeah, sure, that's definitely him. <laughs> so, a rapper yeah, name. Yeah. Black Alicious. We got yes. it. Yes, it's a good rap group. I thought that was an interesting story. Back on uh, Surface Lizard. So, so Surface Lizard, simulation games. Right. Forever yeah. podcast, people. That's okay. So have you, have you actually played any apart from I, The Sims? I, Has I, anyone I played, played anything else? I played Flight Simulator. My, my experience with Flight Simulator was this, right? I got my PC, in, uh, my first PC in 1997, right? And uh, it, I, 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 when I first had it, I didn't have the internet, okay? Um, and I, I had this game called... I had two games, Rayman and Flight Simulator. I gave Rayman a go, it was okay. And then I played Flight Simulator. And I, 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 I took off. I had no idea how to do it. And I took off, right? And I didn't really get the concept of flight simulator. I thought it was like you could fly around and it'd be cool. And I was like, oh, this is quite boring. So I walked away while in mid-flight, came back, and my 747 was upside down for some reason. And then, <laughs> and then I switched it off, and that was my end of my uh, flight simulator. So yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just don't get it. I mean, and there is simulation games for pretty much anything you could ever imagine, isn't there? Available? Anything you say? Anything, pretty much anything. I mean, there's like simulation for truck driving, ice trucker, fishing. I don't know. Oh, there's a there's a really quite good one there that where you kill birds. That that's quite good. Oh, bird oh I play that. Yeah, yeah bird, bird murderer. Bird. Oh wait, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. a different game. <laughs> Bird killing simulator, we like those. Bird killer's dream. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I, I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Anyway, anyway, moving yes, on. I think we all don't get uh, it. Moving on. Uh, we are sort of sort of running out of time, would you believe? So we've, Can you believe? We've got some emails to get in and another few bits and bobs. Um, I don't know whether you want to do any quick news stuff. I've sort of come across quite a few things newsy-wise. Not if it's going to risk us having time for email, because people want emails. Well, I mean, let's just do some quick stuff. Some quick... All right, quick. Uh, this Should we do this egg, timer email, uh, egg timer egg news time items? Emails, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, no, egg timer, egg timer news. Emails. Um, but, yeah, we'll do those after. But, um, yeah, first bit, Dark Souls. Dark Souls, uh, you know... Surface uh, everyone's dying to hear about this. Sweating his pants. Really, this is like the best of the news. What we got. Well, just listen, this is quite cool. This is quite cool. Dark Souls is going to be kind Try of me. cruel to <laughs> you. So it's going to be nice to you to be nasty to you. Okay. And the way, the way that this works is, right, in the game, right, because obviously in the first game, uh, there were no save points in any level. So once you started out in level, if you got killed, you got kicked right back to the beginning. You know, that was just the way it was. You know, that's how mean it was. In this, there'll be bonfires that you can go to, and it'll save your, your progress up to that point. So you think, oh, that's nice. You know, they're doing something nice for you. You know, they're, they're letting you well, save your game and your progress and stuff. So that's cool. But the only reason they're doing it is so they can make the game actually harder to play. Because they're saying if they made it so hard and it would kick you back to the beginning level, it would become more frustrating. So what they've done is adding these like bonfire points where you can save just so they can make the game that much harder to play. <laughs> so that's the only reason they've done it. And the other thing they've done, because they said some people might think, and you can fill up your potions and stuff at the, at the bonfire so you can actually replenish stuff while you're there. And, and basically they said, well, you know, people might think, well, I'll kill a load of enemies, go back to the bonfire, replenish my stuff and carry on again. If you do that, it just respawns all the enemies you've just spent God knows how long killing. So yeah, it's it's still going to be really mean to you. Even this game though sounds great. Uh, this is this is not top news. Move on. Yeah. So that Ford. was that. That was that. Ford mentioned <laughs> that because I know. Look, Surface will be loving a bit of that. Yeah, the one person who listens to the show. <laughs> oh, whatever. 
Whatever. Um, okay, yeah, this one, this one's quite good. Indie indie game uprising Mark Two. Uh, so you know we had the indie game, the indie game uprising last year. Uh, it didn't go so well. I didn't remember. Didn't go greatly because the biggest issue they had is that the games didn't come out when they were supposed to. So instead yeah, of that, it, issue. Wasn't, it wasn't really well organized. Uh, but basically, they're going to do a second one now. There's a trailer out. It, it, they haven't really listed any games. It's just a trailer of games coming. <laughs> Um, and it's going to start from August the 21st to September the 2nd. So that's when, and there's going to be 10 games again. Uh, some of them look okay. Some of them look okay. They're not all that sort of... So that's the thing, right? Like, Microsoft controls the games that come out because they, they, they can see them from a from a different... Look, a third... Well, not, not a third party, but like from an outside perspective, right? And say, well, the, this, 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 right, are kind of top-notch games and the rest aren't. Yeah. Uh, but with the indie games, it's like, I want to promote my game. You know, like so, or they get I'll, together and they're like, "Who wants to pay to get into this?" Yeah, so, you know, it's like I want to promote my game. Okay, you come in the circle of good games, and it's not a good game, and it just gets packed in with everything else. Yeah, I do. I think that, I think the. You know what the problem is with the indie games with this sort of thing? It's a little bit clicky. So if you're not in the click, you don't get in. You know that it, it feels to me like it's a bit sort of. You know, if you're in the click, you know, if you, even if your game's not that great, we'll we'll let you have it anyway. You know, uh, but there's some of them look okay. There's one, there's one weird looking thing with a swan, uh, where you actually shoot lasers. You know. Oh, that, you, yeah. It's, so it's that, um, it's swan assassin. True, it's no, it's called the true life of Che Guevara. It's very, it's very good. All right, so you've <laughs> even heard of this? <laughs> yeah, no. What? Really? The true, the, <laughs> just making stuff. You're just up. making stuff up. Man. The true life of Che Guevara. Please work that out. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it, but yes, it, it, there's some games look okay, you know. But they don't. Again, there's a couple that look a bit ropey, but you know, it might be all right. So yeah, look out for that in August. The indie game Summer Uprising that's coming. So keep your eh. eyes peeled for that. Some of uh, our Thank you. Now this one, this one I quite liked. This one, this is from a sort of week or so ago. Uh, but basically, they were disappointed with the Duke Nukem sales Hail because the king, it, baby. Li- listen, listen, because it. it, it I only sold one and a half million or something, you know. That's yeah. pretty good for a shitty game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they, Sorry, uh, a poor game. But saying. listen, they yeah. estimated, this is no word of that, they estimated it would sell three million copies. Who estimated that? Like the company. That it, well, the that was stupid of them. The publishers. And now they've reduced it to one and a half million because they're a bit worried it won't hit three million. But I'm not being funny. At one and a half million, that is a lot of sells copies of a If it, if it reviewed game. well, it probably would have sold 3 million. Well, that's what they're blaming it on. They're saying because Metacritic scored it only at 49. Then. Yeah, but they can't blame it on that. Well, they, they are, are doing That's people's opinions. But they're blaming it on that. They're saying that's the reason that it's not going to... Well, yeah, I suppose they... Anticipate. All right, well, it is, that, that is the reason, but that, they, that, that's not a wrong reason, is it? Like, that, that's, that's justified by their opinions and their professional people who get paid to put their opinions across. Screw them. How dare they? Yeah, they they yeah. allowed to. Yeah. They're allowed. You put your game out on display, right? And people, critics are going to review it how they think. And then Metacritic does a great job of getting a general opinion and putting it all across. And that's probably about accurate, I think. I guess. I guess. Uh, then the other things, other things that have happened in the last week or so. Rockstar has announced it's going to produce movies based on its games. So yeah, Rockstar are going to start uh, making. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. Well, their games are based on movies to a certain extent, you know, on like probably sometimes good movies. So I, I really don't get it. Well, it's mean, it's a bit weird. Well, look, you, you can definitely say Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice City are based on a lot of kind of, 
you know, Scarface, uh, Goodfellas, yeah. Godfather, um, and then you got like Boys in the Hood for San Andreas, uh, GTA, Red Dead Redemption. They're they're definitely steering away from getting their culture, like their influences from film. You know, they're very much creating their own. Well, what? You having well, what? Spaghetti westerns? Are you having a laugh? Well, I, I suppose. Are you having a laugh? Are you having a laugh? Yeah, but like, but the thing is though, with Red Dead Redemption, it's not your cliche cliche. Western, though, it's, it's, they have that they have phones, they have electronic, they have electric, they, they have telephone poles and cars. There's even a car in Red Dead Redemption, you know. I so yes, you know, yeah. show me the car in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right, I get, I get what you're saying, but you know, you know, I mean, it, it would be really honest. There so, is a car in Westworld, but That's listen, Red, Red Dead Redemption is basically the Unforgiven as a game, isn't it? Pretty much, no. I don't. I don't the Unforgiven was okay. I don't. I don't rate it really. I, I, I think it was an okay western. I didn't think it was brilliant. But it's that. It's a similar story to that, or or no, the other the one. What's the Australian he's one? Much the older in, in the Unforgiven. He's, yeah. Well, yeah, but he's not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I'll you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'll think about it. But but GTA Four. What's it? What's that influences? What 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 are the influences? Of well, GTA? it's just m- sort of gangster films, isn't it? There's a million and one of those. But there's no like because usually they pick the creme de la creme of gangster films, and there's no direct influence. I think. I guess, but it's a mishmash of that genre, isn't it? I mean, like, yeah, but you can also say that about any kind of game. I like, do. Like, I do agree, and that's why games don't make good movies. I think I think GTA is is probably um, Rockstar's furthest away from any like film influence because LA noir you could argue I mean like this whole noir uh, genre right for example and there hasn't been many noir games but there's been a ton of noir films right and even a resurgence of them like with Sin City um, and Red Dead Redemption we've argued you know with westerns which is plausible I guess but GTA four is definitely like kind of less influenced by films and more kind of like, its own thing i think yeah okay um okay ubisoft have announced they're going to introduce an online pass again uh, long surprise along with sony uh, has also introduced one now and ea so they're, they're all introducing them now and this is going to be called a uplay passport is what it's going to be called uh yeah uh-huh. uh, well yeah exactly yeah whatever yeah so it's, they're doing that we, we talk, i talked to harvey elliott uh, about the online Pass. Yeah, huh? and uh, yeah, you know, uh, you you got to admit, like the, the online pass is not going anywhere. I'm I've no problem with it because I don't play multiplayer anyway, and I also think, well, you know, they get no money at all from secondhand sales, so who can blame them? Uh, that, that's the thing, right? If I mm-hmm. rent something from Love Film, and I, I think Duke's done this with Homefront, right? Where like you, you've rented something, you don't feel so bad about kind of paying for an online pass. You know, it's yeah. like, well, I'm, I'm going to enjoy like the multiplayer, even if I enjoy it for. You know, a month or so, that's 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 worth ten dollars, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay a dollar. Um and the the final thing I want to mention before we do have the indie pick for this week is yeah, uh, Microsoft has uh uh created two new domain names. One is uh, sonymicrosoft.com and that's... one is microsoftsony.com. Um so there's lots of speculation about this. Uh, basically, one of the executives at Microsoft has tweeted saying it's just to protect the dom- domain names and nothing more than that. I is. believe that. Yeah. He said so that no one can do some stupid one. It's very rare that Microsoft comments on anything. Yeah. It's very rare that they say anything's true. 
And if that wasn't true, they would say we don't comment on rumours and speculations, right? And yeah. they don't comment. Well, we're not ready to comment because it's not a rumour or speculation. Well, it's a speculation. So right? now, now everybody in the dog is going mental, going, "Oh, oh. it'd be cool because Sony make good hardware and Microsoft know how to do infrastructure." And oh, it's going to no, be brilliant. No. Idiots think, are going crazy. Yeah, saying that. idiots are going crazy. It's never going to happen. No, it is to protect their domain name. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, so that was that. Uh, interestingly, uh, there is a little bit, just, just before we move on, and it's slightly connected, but somebody has created a website called modernwarfare3.com. Have you seen oh, this? Oh, yeah. This is kind of getting some a lot. lot and of it's getting a lot of heat because basically when you clicked on it, it redirected you to Battlefield 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, EA were getting blamed for it, but it's not EA. It's not EA. <laughs> person's done it. Yeah, it's just a good uh, around. Yeah, so so now uh, the uh, Activision have already issued a writ to sort of get the domain name handed over. It's to funny, you. but like they 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 can't expect to do that for very long. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're going to get away with that for very long. They're, they're they not got only all the fu- joke out of it that they're going to get. They're, yeah, they're not only fucking funny. with one of the the biggest publishers. They're fucking with two of the biggest publishers. Yeah, right, the really? games industry. Yeah. They're I, not going to get away. I, if with I'm that. being honest, I don't think EA are that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that they one. don't care. No, uh, but, yeah, uh, but it, you cannot believe, right? And I'm, I'm not being, you know, naive or anything. That Activision didn't register that domain name because that's just ridiculous. Know, yeah, you true. know what I mean? I mean, they, they must have thought Modern Warfare Three. We better sort that out because somebody else will, re- you know, will register our domain name if we don't. Yeah. For- uh, I've just tried it, by the way. It doesn't seem to go anywhere now. <laughs> so I oh, think it's already been blocked as enough, or taken enough. off. So. By the way, Harvey Ellis says very interesting things about Battlefield 3. Oh, well, we'll, Ooh, we'll, well, if you want to know more, you're going to have to listen, people. His opinion, of course, not the opinion of EA, but he, his opinion. But he's okay. got some good things to say about it. Well, I like that. We like that. Okay, so we get we are going to take another quick break, and to be honest with you, it doesn't seem that long since the last one uh, because we because no. we the, it does the to first, the listeners. Oh the first God, part of the show a break was, again. Yeah, was a big big part of the show. Give me but, a break. Here's but we two. just we just played loads of stuff, I guess, this week, didn't we? So we had lots to talk about. Um, okay, so we, yeah, indie pick for this week. Uh, let's have a listen to that, and then we'll give our views on that, and then we'll finish off with emails uh, at the end of the show. So let's emails. do that. Indie Game Review Review. Hey, what up, folk? It's Vlados here with another Indie Game Review for you fools. This week it's Platformance Temple Death from Magico Gaming, the makers of Platformance Castle Pain. Remember when we reviewed that game? No, me neither. Just like the first game, you play a guy navigating a crazy mix of platforming challenges. Only this time, We've got lots of varied locations and interesting new dangerous things trying to kill us. And just like the first game, any little thing will kill you and drop you back at the last checkpoint. Once again you can zoom way 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 out to see the whole level all at once. It's a huge level obviously, so there's lots to see and do. The art style is retro 8-bit, but there's a lot of detail and the sound effects are polished. So if you like Castle Pain, come on back and check out this new one. Platformance Temple Death is 80 points on Xbox Live Indie Games. Vlados out. So long jive turkeys. <laughs> so long jive turkeys, I like it, I like jive it. Jive turkeys. Jive turkeys. Um, so, what did you think? Chinny, what did you think? I'm going to make a confession. <gasps> 
I, I didn't play it. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh. Wasn't mad. That's it? rubbish. Yeah, I Monday. thought you'd have liked this game as well. This oh, is right. well, kind of game. Monday's kind of snuck up on me. But so I, I, I kind of forgot. I was like, oh, it's Monday today. Jesus. Yeah, huh? Do you know what I thought you were going to say then? I thought I you were going to say, I've got, yeah, I thought you were going to say, I've bought two indie games two weeks <laughs> on the trot. That's what no. I thought you were going to say. No. Jeez. No. Jeez. So, Duke, I'll come to you then, seeing as Ginny didn't bother to play. What did you think? Yes. Um, you know, I, I really liked the first one, and I thought this game was a lot of fun. It's uh, well-designed, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a platformer. It's, uh, it's worth about 80 points, so don't think that you're going to get something, you know, hours and hours long. But it's a fun little platformer. I did not buy it, and I'll tell you why I did not buy it. Because the promo image on the cover is this like mostly naked woman and she's like draped over, you know, her butt sticking up and it had nothing to do with the game and that's stupid and pathetic. So I didn't buy it because is, the was marketing the was so stupid. You have to save it. That's what you say. Uh-huh. That, right. Okay. Whatever. Stupid what sexist marketing equals oh, you no. don't get my money. Uh, Dude, come on. Oh, tell me that's not sexist now. The, the shoe thing is one thing. I'm not going to argue that, but a mostly naked woman to sell a game? Come on. Come on now. They should have put only 80 points on the cover. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Might include zombies if you look closely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if that, I might have bought it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was quite fun. I, I thought it was very similar to the first one. I think they've polished it a bit more than I the didn't first buy it. I didn't buy it. Yeah, but I didn't buy it, no. Yeah, right, and, yeah. and there's a reason I didn't buy it, because I nearly bought another it's indie game. Play. I nearly bought another indie game, uh, oh, which yeah. I might mention next week. But I didn't feel it could be reviewed because it was too short, but I thought it was quite cool in what it was doing. But I didn't. I have literally got 1,270 points. So if I spend 80 points on something, I won't have enough to buy a 1,200-point game. So I can't really buy any indie game at the moment because I just ain't yeah. got enough points, man. Uh, but I thought it was cool. I, like, I think they put in more checkpoints, so it's not quite as punishing as the first one. So you, you go barely anywhere backwards at all. You know, you get to a point, you're fine. Uh, yeah. But you're right. You touch the, the slightest touch on anything. If, you, if your pinpoint is not quite on, you just die. Uh, yeah. And the death animations are quite funny as well. So. Yeah. Uh, but Millie was playing it, by the way. Millie had a go at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, it's a bit gory. And she's like, wow, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you'll see. And then she dies. She's like, oh, that's funny. Look at that. He's falling to bits and his blood's squirting out and stuff. And I was like, yep, that's... that's kids, yeah. kids can put up with more than you Yeah, think. she weren't bothered. She really wasn't that bothered. Uh, so, yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was pretty good. I, I, I think it's a, it's a, if you like those rock-hard platform games, then it's for you. So it's definitely yes. worth a look if you, if you like that sort of stuff. Okay, uh, emails. Emails, better get Play these it, things done. Play it, Duke. Play it. Whoa, that ruled. Love it. Love that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Right, Duke. Uh, now, interestingly, you've ended up with the two biggest ones, I think. Oh, snap. I think you've ended up with a too much... I'll have to read them fast. So, do you well, want to... Call of Juarez, he's out Friday. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's out, yeah. Oh, yep. right. Call of Juarez. film and there's a massive advert. I was like, that's not out now, Yeah, it is. It? Yeah, it is indeed, yeah. I thought the, next, the, next, the two next biggest um, releases were Deus Ex and Driver San Francisco. Like, those are the next two I was kind of looking forward no, to. No, no, no. Oh, Call, Call of Juarez is out, and also, obviously, uh, Earth Defense Force, Insect Army <laughs> is out as well. You know Driver's got to be good, because I've never played a game <laughs> where I'm in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's got it. That's exciting <laughs> stuff. I, t- I read something slightly today. And it said something like, "It's not just a mechanic." You know, you know, everyone's it's a way of life. Yeah, it's not just a mechanic in the game. Or it's a way of death for this detective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so first email, anyway, let's anyway. get to these emails. First one for you, Juco. Go for it. All right. Hey, gents. This is from Peter Gibbons, Steam Summer Camp. Hi, gents. Yeah, Peter. We're gonna, Every time I hear his name, I think about the guy yeah, from Office Yeah, I'm going to ask you to come on. To move a little to the left, that would be great. Just want to say how much fun the Steam Summer Camp promotion has been over the past week. It may have passed you by, seeing as the PC is dead as a games platform and all that. If you've not seen it, they do a promotion each day on a number of games. For example, oh, today... Just minute, just left- I've, I've got to do this, apparently, in brackets. Just let me do this then. Okay. Left 4 Dead 2, £3.79. There you go. Right. There are six promotions on today, and each has an achievement you have to get. When you earn that achievement, a ticket is added to your prize jar. There's a load of prizes with which you can redeem your tickets against, mostly levels, new characters, or equipment for existing games. Also, your tickets are entered into the grand prize giveaway, where 100 people can win their top 10 games on their Steam wish list. It's all good fun, and I'm enjoying trying to earn the specific achievements each night to get my next ticket. Some of them are easy, like connect up your Facebook account. Some not so easy finally can you give a shout out to graham turnbull listener to the show apparently he has the show on when he's going to sleep must be duke's dulcet tones oh yeah dulcet tones i just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch can you wish him all the best on his engagement to cat oh engagement yeah he was my gaffer at my previous employer and during quarterly reviews we talked about games for 59 minutes then spent the last one doctoring my review sheet (laughs) oh by the way we should do this yes Yes, (laughs) take care guys and watch out for them grooves peter gibbons peter g 73 there you go shout out to you you, if you're in if you're in the dark you're likely to be eaten by one yeah Mm. It's a good job he's not playing that insomnia game or whatever it is. I'm Zork. Not it's a Zork reference. Yeah. No. Man. Come on. Whatever. Uh, Come on. Yeah. yeah. That's that stupid text game, isn't it? Hey, 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 hey. hey, 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 hey. I'm not going to talk about Zork like that. Are you that. typing? It's not going pick, to happen. Pick up Spade. Don't yeah, understand flask. Spade. There is a house. <laughs> sit there wondering, why pick up, can't I pick get up you Shovel? Flask. What is Shovel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, so thank you very much for that thank you very much yeah. uh okay uh i'll do the next one this is from uh daniel luke hall daniel luke hall uh singularity and he basically says this hey guys the other day i picked up singularity for eight pounds in cex bargain hey. Uh, this was mainly due to the comments I heard on the show regarding the game. I would personally like to thank you all, as playing Singularity was the most amount of fun I've had in a game in ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah to me, great. this game is what Bioshock 2 should have been, and I can't believe I hadn't played it sooner. Keep up the great work with the podcast. Shanty Dan, H6, so thanks for that. We yeah. we always hopefully help My you, only I problem guess. with uh, Singularity is, like, like, I'm fascinated with time travel. Right, I love time travel. I'm very interested to it. Right. Um, I think it's because of Back to the Future, and they did a lot of Back like to gigawatt. There's there's two different rules you can do with time. You can either you're allowed to break uh, the the time space. Like you you can you can change something in the future, right? Or you can't change something no matter what you do. Now Red Dwarf always stick to the you can't change the future no matter what you do, and Back to the Future you can change the future. So there's two different rules, and they kind of fuck with that rule in Singularity. So that kind of knocked me a little bit. But nah, yeah, whatever. It was a good game. I'm, good. I'm quite I know when it comes to like time travel. I'm, I'm fascinated with it. So. 
There you go. Even though uh, Stephen Hawking said it, Stephen Hawking said it's not possible, and that goes. Of course, it's not possible. Way. He's very brainy. Yeah. But that's that's what fiction is all you about. You can still talk about it, though. Yeah, that's what fiction's all about. Um, Chinny Guy Ricks for you next. This one. Here you go. Yes, uh, the Egg Top of the Topics one is that the right one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Guy Rick says, I know this isn't really gaming related at all. Can any of you do impressions of famous people, gaming or not? I say this because when listening to the podcast, Chinny occasionally does a generic nerd impression, which sounds like Morris Moss from the IT crowd. Well, to me anyway. Thanks a lot. Thanks to the podcast. Keep it up, please, Guy. You're making it go back in. That's a famous uh, thing that Moss says when he's on the toilet. And he's uncomfortable, and he says, "You're making it go back in." Um, I don't so have, you, have you got any other impressions of famous people? You I, I, I don't know if my Duke's okay. Is my Duke Nukem okay? I don't uh, know. Do it. Let's have a listen. Hail to the king, baby. Is that all right? No, not really. Oh. well, no then. It wasn't that right. <laughs> what about you, Duke? I could do Nico. Remember, I did Nico. Oh yeah, you do a good Nico. Do Nico. Uh, no. Come <laughs> uh, on, come on, go on. Just put the sketch in it. Oh, what about like, like... Snake? You do a good Snake as well. Ah, oh, no, no, I can't do that. Go on, go on, do one, do them now, go on. Um, Snake. That's it, Lana. Uh, hello, my name is Nico. Uh, snake, I'm Snake. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, it's not very good. <laughs> so, Those are brilliant. Go on the YouTube channel, they're on there. I know, yeah. Do you do, you do any, any impressions? Do you do any? Uh, you talking to me? You talking to me? That's Robert De Niro. That just seems like you doing your own voice. <laughs> I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Excuse me, he talks to me. Well, that's very rude. <laughs> uh, you I, say hello to my little friend. Okay, okay. Here's the best I've got. You ready, Fitz? You've got to try and guess who he is. You ready? Some Simpsons characters, you're I right, suppose. Go right. ahead, what? Ready, here we go. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. Matt Lucas. There you go. See? Yeah. So that was quite uh, good. What, what Simpsons Ooh. characters can you do? Uh, yeah, go on then. Uh, shoplifting! How could you? Haven't you been listening? I mean, it's not really doing the voices that's so much. Just it's just shouting the thing. <laughs> yeah. You just, that's not impressive. Do you not know how an impressionist works? <laughs> yeah. uh, do a little Mo Sizzlack. Uh, what, what do you want to know about? Yeah. It's not Maybe really. Mo, yeah. Yeah. I'll do an impression. I'll just say the words. That I'll just say the words say. that the person would say. <laughs> it's hard to do it under me? pressure. Like I have yeah, been known to do some impressions sometimes, but it's hard to do it like at you know when someone demands it of you. I am very, I am very impressed by. Uh, I know one that Peter Truffle. can do. You can. I, I'm, do I'm very impressed by Eric's like knowledge of The Simpsons. That, that, that is true. It's not impressions. It's just pulling stuff out of my yeah. butt. Yeah. But come on, but come on, There is one that I particularly like in your repertoire of impressions. Excuse me, I believe that The Simpsons already had a horse, and it caused Homer to have to work at the Quickie Mart. Hilarious. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty that good, was actually. Good. That yeah, was good. Yeah. I like that. Last night's episode of Itchy and Scratchy was the worst episode ever. <laughs> Rest assured, I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. <laughs> now, that's good. I like yeah, that. That's very good. Now, that was a good Thank impression. Um, his name's yes. Jeff. Is his name Jeff? Is that right? Comic book guy. Yeah, yeah. comic book guy. No, but um, he, he, in one episode, he, t- he tells you your name. I think it's Jeff. Yeah. Uh, there you go. You don't know everything about the Simpsons. Yeah, you know everything. Who cares? Oh no. Uh, yeah, Chinny. Yeah, but you have got an unfair advantage with this impression. Uh, and you did what? this a long, long time ago. My wife was just thought it was my wife. My wife. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, which Osborne. is Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Come on, give us a blast. You I don't even start. know what he sounds like anymore. There you go. You just did it. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sharon. That kind of thing. Yeah, go on, no, go on, go on. That, that was it. Sharon, you bitch. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just <laughs> this for uh, right. I think we need to move. That did that way. I can say that one. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. There's your impression. People want to hear. Oh, we've forgotten about Is that. Is it cold in space, David Bowie? <laughs> Ziggy oh, playing the guitar. That's brilliant. Okay, well, thanks for that email. Much hilarity ensued. Uh, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> we didn't even get the phone jacker yeah, impressions. From your bank. Which bank? Your bank. Which bank is that? The bank where you bank at. There's a bird in your bank account, and we're worried that it may have bird food. There is a man in your bank. <laughs> you got the card reader. The, and the, he has a heart attack. We need your bank account. Yes, I was registered complaint, please. My name is Dufoise. That's D for Derek. U for... Do you know what, right? Duke's like, can't do any impressions. Now we can't stop him. (laughs) (laughs) You asked. My my favourite one on the phrase, he said he goes, A for... Actually, actually, that and Yannick, the other Polish guy, uh, I do much better work from English, also knows many tea break, because the English people take 17 tea break a day. There's too many the one that goes, Vizka. That no, a, that's the Russian dude. Oh, He's not as funny. I, lo- I like Yannick. I like it when he says, Vizka. I love that. <laughs> I said that for about three weeks. Just go around and go, yes. Vizka. Okay, because that's the whole on. joke on that one thing. No, before we move on. Also, Jafuli. Go ahead. Ginny, Ginny, old lady. That's quite good. Your old lady. It's not favorite. There you go. I like that. Uh, okay, let's move on. So, Duke, next email from you, please. <laughs> i got to read another email. Should I read it as Dufois? You can yes. read it however you like. Okay, this email is from Phil Olsen. No, I'm not going to read it like that. Yeah. All right, it's called the email subject is very important. The subject is howdy. So I'll read it as an old Western style. Howdy, y'all. Or the, I guess this is more like the rich Texan from The Simpsons. Enjoying yeah. the podcast as ever, but experiencing some jaded feelings towards gaming at the moment following the G4TE Gamer Score competition. I came sixth, and to get there, I had to play some truly dire games. One of those was Truth or Lies, surely one of the worst games ever. Yeehaw! Anyway, to clear out the cobwebs and following the excellent midweek interview, I decided to try out some indie games. Bird Assassin. Actually, this accent works best for Bird yeah, Assassin. I, I did think not. <laughs> Excellent game. Brilliantly executed. Couldn't be arsed to buy it, though. If only we had some sort of wait for him to play the whole game without actually buying it. That would be oh, good. Oh, yeah. Be great. <laughs> Fortress Craft Chapter 1. Visually very nice. However, by the time I worked out what I was supposed to be doing, as there's no instructions at all, the time ran out in the demo. Couldn't be arsed to try it again. See, it just doesn't sound right to have a Texan go, couldn't be arsed. I don't know. I couldn't give a damn to try it again, and I don't see what the fuss about Minecraft is, although I will be trying it when it arrives on the 360. (laughs) Maybe it'll be better that time. Fatal Seduction. Tried this on a whim. Attractive girl on Xbox cover, or on the box cover. He's an indie game. That's another indie game. Yeah. This is one of the weirdest games I've ever played. The concept is a little girl drawing out her thoughts slash feelings slash experiences in a psychologist's office on a chalkboard. Simple enough, you might think, but not when this child is a psychopathic, knife-wielding murderer. She basically slaughters any woman who comes into contact with her widowed father, all narrated in a child's voice with the scenes being acted out in chalk as you guide your character across the screen, slaughtering anything in your path. And don't even get me started on what happens when you get to kill the women. Oh my Give it gosh. a go. would love to hear what you think. 
Carry on the good work. Filthy. Jeez, we'll have to try that one out. It sounds a bit crazy. Oh, got next it. week's indie game. <laughs> it's got to be done. It's definitely got to be done. Uh, well, at least look, at least he went another try of some indie games. He uh, gave him. He gave about him the Killer's word. Dream. He didn't play that. Yeah, he didn't play. That's a great. I game, still haven't huh? played that. Yeah, Killer's <laughs> Dream's great. Jenny <laughs> should totally play it and record yourself uh, playing it. So you have like, like, revised his worst game ever comment. Yeah, really. <laughs> So, yeah, so there you go. Thank you. Yes, thank you for that email. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank As you Greg that. Lacey would say, thanks for that email. Awesome. Thanks so much. There you go. There you Great go. Great email. Uh, Every okay. email sent to Connection. Uh, this one's from Old Spicy. Old Spicy. And he says, thanks for the play day. So this is a bit out of, because we're a bit out of touch with emails. We're a bit late. Uh, but he says, anyway, hi, VG dudes. I finally was hi. able to make it to the Sunday play date and had a lot of fun, even as I was supremely frustrated by Uncharted 3. Uh, I couldn't seem to run where I actually wanted to go. And why does it take a clip and a half to kill someone? Uh, I was a bit starstruck actually playing with the guys I listen to each week, sometimes three or four times. If It's a slow week at work. So he listens. Jeez, that's, he needs some help, man. He listens to us four times in the same week. Yeah, what's up with that? That's a bit weird. Uh, so that might have been distracting and adding to my embarrassing performance. I vowed to sleep less and gain more to improve more next time. Anyway, I had a good time and hope it makes some more. So hopefully we'll do some more play days. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, so well, look, there are other podcasts out there. You know, there's not. You know, there's other stuff you could listen to. Listen to some other stuff. You know, have a bit of variety. Bit of variety. There you go. Uh, so, but thank you for the. But thank email. you for listening. And thank you for listening three to four times a week. Well, like <laughs> yes. Uh, so that one's uh, that one. Right, Chini. Next one for you is from uh, Brett, I believe. Now then, is this the one? Oh, can't you can't read this one. Okay, so Alan Tang or Alan Tang? Yes, read that one. Yeah, that one we need to save for a specific reason, but we will get to that one. Sorry, Brett. Sorry, Brett. Uh, Next week for that. Next week. Next week for that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So this is from Alan Tang, the very famous Alan Tang, and he mentioned his email. Uh, Alan says, "Hey, veteran gamers, it's me, the slightly now famous Alan Tang. I just wanted to thank you guys once again for mentioning me in your podcast. My name has my name has now become a gaming syndrome, Uh, ATS." in this community, and I feel grateful for these mentions. I enjoy every You're a podcast. meme, dude. Uh, I, yeah, he is. I, I enjoy every podcast, and you guys are always a joy to listen to every week. On a darker note, you guys never mentioned that I joined the forums a long way back. Uh, uh, a way long back. Uh, you never mentioned me. No biggie. No need to apologize. Don't worry, Alan. We won't. Yeah, we're not bothered. All right. <laughs> we love you, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my real question for you guys is what's the best indie game or arcade game that I can get on Xbox Live um, Arcade for 800 Microsoft points or less? You can forget the or less part of that. I only have 800 left and want to get something good out of this. So what do you guys recommend? Let's stop there and Ooh, have a discussion. Is, is Limbo 800 points now? Is that still 1,200? No, I think that's 1,200. Ah, see, if it's in the sale, get that. That's good. For less than 800 mm. points. Yeah, we can get in the sale. Uh, what else is 800 points uh, castle crashes i think that was 800 points for a no, while that's 1200 is that well, you can get probably like three of the decay sections for under 800 couldn't you mm, like 240 each so you could get yeah three of those yeah yeah well the fourth one isn't really all that great so you can just play the first three yeah yeah i, I mean it depends what so it depends if he's into it depends those. on what kind of games play you're the into, demo yeah. first because it's maybe it's not everybody's cup of tea i wouldn't have thought that it's a, it's a, a sort of point and click adventure game i guess is the best yeah. way to describe it uh, uh, i mean there's a few i mean you, you got trolls 
Trials HD. Yeah, Trials, Trials HD. HD is yeah it's one of the best. Geometry, Geometry Wars, Wars two. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, which is he's, yeah, he's that's Trials. also uh, Geometry Wars two. Um, well, it's hard uh, to think of eight hundred point games. Worms, isn't it? Worms two Armageddon is yeah, another one, but you that's need very, other people to play that with. To yeah, it's, it's still it. very good on your on its own. Um, trying to think. Trying to think. Uh, How much is Shadow Shadow Complex is twelve hundred? Yeah, twelve hundred for that. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Laura Croft, is that 800 or 1200? Mm, I think that was 1200, but I'm not 100% sure. Braid, These are obviously some of the ones that are in our yeah, top Braid, list. Braid is definitely worth a look. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, unless you duke. So, yeah. um, Explosion Man. Yes, Explosion Man. Uh, and Miss Explosion Man. Uh, I think those are well worth 800. Well, how much is Plants vs. Zombies? That is 1200, I think. Peggle? How much, how much is Portal still alive? Oh, that's twelve hundred as well. Is I think Pe- Pe- I think Peggle might be eight hundred. Peggle, if you've never played it, definitely. Peggle's uh, great. Yeah. So there's a few there. I mean, we've named quite a few now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Indie game stuff like uh, well, some music one that we like that was really good, wasn't it? Uh, Beat Hazard. Beat Hazard. That's quite cool. Beat Hazard is good. Yeah, Beat Hazard is. Uh, it kind of wears off quickly. I don't know if you get as much out of that as. Yeah, you Yeah, I play say. it occasionally, not so, not so often. Don't forget but, the Monkey Island games. You got the yeah, Monkey Island. They're all great. Uh, Really good if you want a longish game. Yeah, they're definitely worth. Yeah. So there you go. There's plenty, plenty there. Right, carry on. Yeah. Carry on. Oh yeah, email. Email says on a completely unrelated note. I'd like to say how much I enjoy Surface, Surface Lizard's voice. You sir are quote unquote, quote unquote boss, and I thank you. Hello, for darlings. For mentioning me on the on being on the show, you should become a narrator on an audio book or something. Uh, Duke, I'm calling you out. You should get new soundbites for all the regular sounds like the claps and buzzers. They're getting kind of old. They're getting kind of old now. Also, more sounds more often never hurt anyone. Low donate. Oh, except that y'all are always telling me not. Look, we've got that. a nice balance now. It's nice balance. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, See what you've out, done now. Sign out to this email. Like, last time Alan Tang wrote to us, uh, he spelt my name in to Chummy, and we kind of went Chummy, oh, <laughs> uh, and he said Chinny. My iPhone autocorrect changed your name to Chummy, so when I tried to change your name, uh, it wouldn't do it. And that's how you, that's how I, that's how he typed that basically. Uh, and Alpha Kennedy one, Alpha Kennedy one, Alpha Kennedy one, Alpha Kennedy one. He wanted me to repeat that four times for some reason. Yeah. Alan Tang, P.S. Lol. There you go. Oh, that was a good email. We like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what? You know, Sorry, I you know what I would love to happen at some point in time? What? I would love to sort of just be talking to some random gamer and they go, oh, I've got a bit of Alan Tang syndrome. I've been bloody got a massive pile of games I haven't played. I would just love like some random person to say because it's just got like viral along from one person to another. That would be so cool, wouldn't it? Yes. That would be very funny if you just talked to some random person and they, they, like, they used Alan Tang syndrome as a, an expression to sort of say that they've, you know, I think we should try and make it go viral. That'd be quite funny, Alan wouldn't it? Alan Tang syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should just tell everybody, you know, if you've, if you've got loads of games like you've got Alan Tang syndrome, it could happen. It's, it could be. It's quite catchy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds right. It sounds yeah, it does. It does. Alan Tang syndrome. I love it. I love it. So anyway, thank you for that. That's really cool. Um, and we do need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here, really. So um, we'll come to you first, Duke. 
Okay. Uh, people who have liked us recently on the Facebook, Gary DeFelice, Andrew Zicking, Sean Anderson, and Stuart Robert Knight. Thank you for liking us. Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my, want to be my friend? Uh, Thomas Humble made our logo in Minecraft or a clone of Minecraft. Really? That's just oh, pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah. I don't know if it was on I think it was on Facebook where he like posted a picture of it. So if yeah. you haven't seen that, people, check it out on do, the if Facebook. Anybody, if, don't forget, if, if you do any do anything like that, tag us on Facebook, yeah. UK. And if you do draw us for the competition that we mentioned at the start of the show. Hey. You yeah. can do it that way too. Tag, tag us on Facebook or send yeah. us an email. Booyah Kesha. And we'll put it up on Facebook for you. So there you go. Yes, uh, Hell Patrol and Big Bad Daddy and Bongo the Sane. Uh, We've had some interesting chats with them on the Xbox Live chat. Uh, special thanks to Dino and Spitfire Ian and DeSaint and Rudy9Irish for some awesome Modern Warfare 2 games. So cheers to them. We have one new member, Psycho Womble. And Alan Tang sort of is a new member, but he was on before. He just sort of lapsed. So welcome back to the fold. But we did, we did say, I said, I did send him an email by saying we would give him a shout out for being a new yes, member. Yes, shout so out. There you go. Right. You go. Uh, also, the Battlefield 1943 Um Thanks to everybody who showed up. Big Bad Daddy. Stu showed up, of course. I Chinny. showed up. Yeah. Ian W99, John Mao 5 apparently showed up, but he came and went in like three seconds. Uh, Metric Pizza and Chipper Cipher was there. So, hooray! It to all to, uh, it is official. I am, I am the worst sniper ever. Not, well, was, uh, you weren't hitting many people. I wasn't. It was nice to speak to Metric Pizza, but I don't think we've ever played with him before. And he obviously yeah. he's down under. So it was, uh, Aye. Yeah. Wait, wait. Australia! 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 Wait! Amen. The next play date will be Sunday, the 24th of July at 6 p.m. UK time. We're going to be playing GTA 4. So dust it off and bust it out, people. I don't think I can make this one. Oh, no. Better find a way. I love that game, you do. It's my favorite game. I love it. He loves that bloody game. If you missed it, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're dead, if you're in jail, break out. You've got to promise me to do it again soon. Yes. And finally, if you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Come with me if you want to live. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Uh, of course, you have links to great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net is a great starting point for podcasts. Turn it, turn it off. There you go. Yeah, that was a weird. Uh, by the way, I don't know whether you've. Have you just read these out? But we just had two more likes on Facebook. I think I read, read that after yeah, the show. Yeah. Did you just read. Was it Harry Howarth? Yes. Oh, you read those. Sorry, I was just looking in my emails and thought, oh, there's some more here. I didn't know whether they wanted you to. Keep read. up, Stu. Come on. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Uh, yeah, my shout outs. Yeah, thanks to everybody who turned up at the play date because that was cool. Uh, and it's a long time since I played that game. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Good game. I know, and and obviously a very special shout out to the console doctor. I feel like I'm advertising them now, but they were great. So yeah, if you've got a broken Xbox or PS3 or whatever, send it to them. They were good, really good. Probably highly likely. 
Yeah, it seems probably. I think the yellow light of death is more prominent than people would know. I seem mm. since I posted up about mine, seemed to me tons of people who went, "Oh yeah, I had that as well." But I guess those Sony fanboys just keep it quiet because they don't mm. want people to know it. Happens. Sounds like a conspiracy theory. Well, you know, it there's is. three reasons why fanboys kill babies. That's true. Uh, that and if you want to find those out, where should they go? Yeah, where should hey, veterangamers.co.uk. Check out the site. I wrote an article. There's, yeah, that, yeah. That, that article was on, on the top of the site when I was interviewing Harvey Elliott. And I was yeah. like, uh, I hope he actually reads that and not just reads <laughs> yeah. the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are given to hyperbole here. So there you go. So there you go. Um, and I think really that's about it for me. I haven't got a lot of others this week. I haven't really played games with anyone apart from the, the play date sort of thing. Um, yeah, so there you go. And, and obviously another shout out to Bongo the same. There you go, I'll do that. Wow, dude, that was like, the timing was impeccable. Impressive, impressive stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I know, I know. Right, I'm always Ginny. on the, um, the ball. <laughs> ball, that's it, the ball. Thank you. All right, Ginny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. Um, right, so ah! I want to share it. Harvey Elliott, of course. <laughs> no, we're not laughing at Harvey. We're laughing at the joke that we tried to make. Right. Um, uh, share it to him for giving us some time. And he said he, they're working on a new IP. That, those guys. So I was, he wouldn't, he wouldn't tell me what it was, uh, but he said he would he'd do another interview when he's announced it. So that's nice of him. Um, so look forward to that. Also, shout out to the Hummingbird Bakery. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hummingbird, do you know this book? Sure, I assume you do. The book. Yeah. Well, the Hummingbird Bakery cookbook. No. Oh no, I've never heard of that. You heard of the Hummingbird Bakery though? No. Okay, the Hummingbird Bakery is a very famous bakery in London. Okay. And, and it was kind of based around that they don't really sell cupcakes at a high standard in England. Ah, um, so they make cupcakes and stuff. So they, make, they started out making cupcakes, but they make loaves and cakes and very nice uh, brownies and things. And uh, they have a book, a, a bakery book, and it's very successful. And I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I'm a very keen baker. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I, so, I, so when I when I come down for Eurogame, are you going to bake some cake to take away with us? For, absolutely like, not. Absolutely. Why? I think you should definitely do that. Why? Because you're losing weight. I right. know, I know. But I can, you see, I can eat oh, a bit you can of treat something. Yourself. Oh, yeah, I can have a treat. Well, Very make me a cake. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm baking this. I'm going to ba- bake. This is my first cake I'm going to bake. It's called a lemon and poppy seed cake. Mmm. And it's it's um it's got lemon glaze over it and, and poppy seeds and it's gonna be soaked in lemon syrup. Oh. Which is sounds very Now you see I've sat, now I feel really hungry. Yes, yeah. So that'll be my first experiment. Uh if anybody cares, uh if enough people show interest I will post pictures on the forums. But I don't know if people care that much about what I bake. Look, uh, people we'll... like biscuits on the forums, I'm sure they're gonna like cake as well. We'll see, we'll see. Maybe yeah. I'll start off yeah. with a baking thread. Yeah. Uh and that's it really for me. There you go. Uh, well, before we go, I've just got to mention, um, do you, you know, do you know the Apprentice, the show, The Apprentice. You have that with You're fired. Yeah, that. You know, what's his name? Who does it in America? I can't remember. You're now. Fired. Yeah. Trump. Anyway, yeah, Trump, Donald Trump. Uh, that's You're who does fired. It. Well, anyway, in the UK, it finished last night. It was the finale uh, last night in the UK. Did Bongo win? Fired. Did who? Bongo win? No, 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 it wasn't Bongo. It wasn't Bongo. Uh, I don't know who won. But Alan Sugar appointed Tom the mad inventor. That's who he went with in the end. Uh, but I'd just like to say, right, on the final show, they do all the interviews. So they get these really horrible bosses in to interview them all right, and ask them really difficult questions and stuff. 
And Margaret, who used to be an advisor to Alan Sugar, was on last year. And, the, you know, the Irish guy, we said that uh, Bongo Very sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. She was interviewing him, and she said, he, he says lots of cliches, right? So, you know, so like, you know, close one door, another window opens, all those sorts of things. Another window opens. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the same. That is the same, yeah, close the no, door. No, close one door, and another one opens. No, no, close one door, and another window opens. That's no, that's anyway, not the same. Anyway, anyway. So he's, he has all these cliches anyway. And she said, uh, sum up for me in one sentence, you without the cliches. And guess what he says? Guess what he uh, said? One I sentence. Don't, I don't know. I do what he says on the tin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the look on her face was just classic. It was good. So there you go. I thought I'd just quickly mention that because he does sound a bit like Bongo. Hmm. Like Bongo. He did sound a bit like Bongo. Oh, Bongo, did you say? Yeah, he sounded like Bongo. You mean Bongo the Sane? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know. You, you know, dude. Tricky, tricky, tricks. <laughs> dude, you know you can't resist the urge to press that button. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't like it. Um, <laughs> yes, well, that's a five-year-old impression that everybody did for oh, come two on. weeks. Come on. I don't believe it. There you go. Um, cra- there you go. Back in 10 years. <laughs> 20, I don't know 20 years, that is. You don't care about our Tracy, do you, Ken? All right, um, 60 years. No, not that long. <laughs> 40 years. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we do need to get the hell out of here. So, yeah, see ya. Bye. Thanks for everyone. listening, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Much love. Much love. Finished listening to the whole show. Twenty gamer points. What was the name of that show against you? Coronation Street. Was it? No, Deirdre Barlow. That was Deirdre Barlow. It was my rubbish impression of Deirdre. The interesting thing about that is, Deirdre. I love you, Deirdre. Instead.